Yeah, go ahead. Welcome to the Inebriated Debris. Coming to you live from the Peach State Bunker Studio. I'm here with my man Dan. What's going on? And we got our guest today, Mr. Mike. Hello. How y'all doing? Oh, living life. Hey, a little post-Christmas uh, recording here. So, you know, before we get, get anything started here, we're going to go ahead and just crack these things for you. There we go. Here, Mike, you can just, you know, just tap that mic with your glass. There you, there you go. go. Can't go wrong with a Millie Light, dude. I'm going to drink a little uh, Eagle Rare tonight. One of Mike's favorites here. All the time. All the time. Always a solid option. Yeah. Cheers. I'll take Always it. Always a solid Whiskey's option. Whiskey's a solid option. Period. Whiskey. Anytime. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Yeah. So uh, how was the Christmas, boys? It was good. It was long. I got 32 kids and grandbaby on the way. And so, you know, it He's was longer than us. Goodness. You got 32 kids? That seems, seems like, like it. Okay. Yeah. I mean, like, I wake up, I come off the road, and I got more kids or somebody's pregnant. I was about to say, yeah. get off of her. Yeah. Like, good <laughs> Lord. We got a TV and Viagra. What else do you need? <laughs> that's it. That's, that's the freaking uh, remedy right there. Hell yeah. yeah. You got you to know what kind of a good guy Mike Dill is. He has like 15 Here kids we go with the lies. And then he has three extras. We call them the extras. Yeah. Because their mom moved out of town and they wanted to stay, so Mike let them stay with them. So kudos right. on him. No, that's awesome. Two and a half he, years ago. He just didn't want to know Man. that one of those extras was going to be the daddy of his grandbaby. Ooh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that happens. So so mom went to go get a get a gallon of milk and a carton of cigarettes and never came back. She's, yeah. still, she's still grocery shopping. Yeah. And okay. she's in Texas and the dad's in, in Utah and oh, God. they're both about worthless. Mm. Well, that's all right. Because now they got somebody like Mike and and his wife go. and taking care of them. So yeah, they're so, uh, kids. They are. So you so you actually have fifteen kids. Though. I have ten kids. I have what do I have? Shit, you got count. I got Hold seven up. kids of my own. Yeah, that we know of. <laughs> there we go. And then we got the four additional. So a total of eleven. Okay. And then I got a wife and four dogs. Fuck, you got a starting lineup over here. I, I'm trying. I'm That's, trying. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They got to go both ways on hey, the field, but you got you got a damn starting lineup. Well, then we throw my kids in there. We got the we got the fill in, so when they get yeah. tired, we can just throw a couple of mine in there. You never know. I mean, it, I wake up in the morning. There could be seven, could be three, could be fifteen. Who knows? Uh, just in there trying to cook that, some breakfast. And then he gets that phone call. I think you're my daddy. Mm. <laughs> Possibility. That's, Possibility. That's, yeah, that's. That's the worst call you can get, man. Uh, it's better than going to the Walmarts and getting a little sign on your windshield. Hey, I'm pregnant. Can you call me? <laughs> I think it's yours. That's when you go buy a new vehicle. Yeah, immediately. Right. <laughs> new vehicle, Damn. new tag. Let's hey, we're changing. We're changing everything. I handed over to the wife. I said, you got problems. I don't know what the fuck happened here. That shit didn't happen with they me. They said you're pregnant. Yeah. Oh man, I got freaking I got two kids and I I'm I'm on the, on the struggle have bus. Two dude. more, huh? Oh boy. I don't know about that. <laughs> Damn, two kids. At least kids. one more? Mm. Could well, you I, imagine just having two kids I at the house? Shit, no. I am work, years ago. I am working on it, and my patience is just not there. It will and I'm never about be to there. lose my mind all mm. the time. And I don't, I'm, t- like, I'm tired of getting on to my kid. Yeah. Mainly Which one, one? My f- the four-year-old. <laughs> oh, shit. Listen, you're just getting started. She's, she's, not, she's, she's not there yet. The one and a half's not there yet. But, the, you know, the four-year-old's just he's, – and he's, he's been really good up until, like, the past probably half Four year. Four years? Well, that's past half year, man, he's just been <laughs> hitting that, like, true belligerent stage. Like, he didn't do crazy – like, the, the twos weren't awful. Three's a little bit of, like, you know, 
discovery figuring like this the past I, six I, months, man, he's just been on one. And I'm like, dude, I tell you, right I'm now. trying not to beat you, but <laughs> I like you're you're wearing me real thin right oh, now. So. That's when they turn that age, and it's really when they turn like nine, ten, and they start thinking they're <laughs> tough. And then if you do anything like Mike, there's a great video of Mike. His son's like, I could take you. How old was he then? Um, 18. 18. In the front yard in with front all his everyone. friends over, and, and I'm out drinking. And Mike beat the shit out of him. <laughs> Just <laughs> rolled him over. You got me where you want. Oh, yeah, I got you. You ain't getting me old, man. Okay. I flipped him. Yeah. <laughs> said, all right, here we go. Yeah. Look, sometimes. Hey. I, you know what's funny? I honestly I look forward to that more than I do this. I hate Trust I me. hate trying to because, punish a four year old. Whereas like if you're a grown man, it's like okay, yeah. we can we can we can yeah. settle this now. Beat the shit out of we my can, kids. We can we can settle this now. I can tell you what. So my what all I got left in the house are all girls. <laughs> oh god, seven females, four female dogs, and a wife. Good lord. Yeah, there's enough estrogen in my house right now. That's why you drink a lot. That's why, dude. That's and work on the road. Yeah, yeah. I got. Uh, I mean, we got here. I guess we got we got three females and then a female dog. So I got uh, a number. I got the wife, two two daughters, uh, four cats, all females, and a bearded dragon. And I got hey, my only I got my two boys and I got the dog. But the dog drives me fucking nuts. Yeah, the dog's fucking crazy. Well, shit, man. We might be down a dog soon, man. This is, I don't know. Dude, my dog is just on one. Yeah, I'll give Hip, you one. Hip, hips are fucked up. Apparently, she's like, I think she's got like a UTI now. Mm. My God. Good Lord, man. Oh, look. I got a, we got a Yorkie that's like 18 years old that's deaf and blind and shits all over the place. That's oh, how, boy. that's how our Jack Russell was. We had to put her down last year, but she was pretty much, I mean, Felt bad. What it was, quality of life was down. I mean, she had to yeah. live in the kitchen. Yeah. Because as soon as she touched carpet, she'd pee or poop on. Oh, like, yeah. All right. So we just kept her like kind of caged up mm-hmm. in the kitchen. She had you know, big enough room to walk around yeah, in the cage, still. but like, you know, throwing blankets down. But I mean, shit, dude, it's like you're cleaning up piss and shit mm-hmm. every day. I was like, all right, dude, I like, it's not a quality. She couldn't walk downstairs. Yep. She was, like you said, blind, yep. deaf. And I was like, all right, it's, it's, we got to make a decision. I'm trying to get rid of this Yorkie. Can't stand New York. Didn't like the Yorkie when it came in the house. So we had story with that a friend of mine that I was in the army with came down. He needed a place to stay. Brought this dog. This was twelve years, eleven years ago. Mm. He works for Apple, making Buku dollars. I'm stuck with the rat because it took to my dog do- to my daughter who's pregnant, and now I got a deaf blind Yorkie pissing and shitting all over the house. And God knows you can't say nothing about that dog. Fuck no. My first time ever meeting Mike, I was like, the dog growled at me. I was like, dog, I will kick the shit out of you. <laughs> you know what you Daughter could do? Right there, boy, she didn't talk to me. You just, you just lo- I mean, quietly, dude, I, this is kind of kind of fucked up, but you just overload that dog food with some painkillers. I try to put the dog out in the front yard. It's a big-ass hawk in our neighborhood. <laughs> I'll leave the dog out. And then I get in trouble. Well, that that hawk probably looked down. I was like, "Oh, that bitch, eighteen years. I ain't even eating. Yeah. No, that ain't good <laughs> no more, man. That ain't, <laughs> that ain't good no more. That ain't, worth it. that ain't that ain't a hunt right there. That's, no. a, that's a mercy killer. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I'm gonna do him a favor. Just carry him off and drop God, him. Please, oh, dude. Gosh, dude, that's freaking. Oh, how, how was your Christmas? Not bad. Like I said, we did some traveling. Went to North Carolina for a couple of days, and then it was just the our biggest thing is that it was, everything was just like back to back to back. So it was like North Carolina four days. Came back Christmas Eve, had to unpack, had mm-hmm. to clean the house because th- the boy had absolutely destroyed like every room in the house before we left. Oh yeah, 
sort of picking all that up, bringing in all the gifts they got from from grandma, then trying to set up and get ready for you know Santa Claus to come. Oh yeah. So I'm at, up at like three thirty in the morning on Christmas, wrapping gifts and setting stuff up, and <laughs> and then of course you know it wakes me up at seven a.m. All I know is just in my face, like Dad, I go check on the cookies. Yeah, if Santa. Ate. I was like, no. I promise you, they didn't get eaten. Yeah, didn't. they're not there, but they didn't get eaten. Oh my gosh! Actually, you know what I did? I snacked on them bitches while I was wrapping presents. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you what. You got to have a neighbor like us. Um, uh-huh. Mark's his wife, Jody. Wraps all our Christmas. Oh, that's awesome. I wrap like eight presents. That's it. She wraps everything. We literally start handing it over to her like a month ahead of time. And then I go with Christmas Eve and grab them from her house and put them under the tree. That's awesome. Oh, I'm telling you. And Marcus even helps. My uh, my wife is not a rapper. Mm. Like she, like, It's just not like she can do a lot of things. Yeah. Wrapping a gift is not it. No. Like I, I wrap the gifts. Like I wrap like I've yeah. got, you know. I, like I am not like a savant. I'm like you're not getting all this credit. But as far as like being a night, pretty oh, tight, yeah. pretty tight box, folded yeah. up, you know, decent edge. Okay, we're good. Yeah, her Easy. dude, her shit looks like it was wrapped by a damn blind, deaf, mute dog. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah, pretty much, pretty much your Yorkie wrapped yeah. her presents. <laughs> That's my wife along with cooking. Yeah, my wife literally burnt McDonald's drive through. I will say, dude, mine, mine can mine whips it up pretty well. Yeah, she does. She says pretty good. Actually, she's she's the one that's pumped about that. You know, we were talking about before and the the Joe that we got. She's pumped about getting on there and grilling. She Ooh. loves to, loves to grill. Really? Loves to, yeah, she loves to grill and I cook. So, I kind of you know that the fact that she loves to do it. I'm almost debating going and getting a Blackstone. Just go get a flat top as well. Oh yeah, to go to rock one of those. But oh yeah, that's his. Uh, yeah, I got one of those too. Breakfast. breakfast. First time I moved in, the first weekend he did breakfast for the oh, whole yeah. block. Essentially, oh, see, that's solid. all on the Blackstone out in the driveway. Just, yeah. just, here you go. Here I wouldn't just, mind getting one of those. I think they got the tops that you can put on your stove that yeah, like, cover yeah. like the burners. Yeah. Like, yeah, that it's ain't not the quite same. the same. Nah, though, you, know? the same. you need to be out in the away. driveway, yeah, let all the fucking know. neighbors over, cooking up some bacon and shit. I just think whipping up French toast on that thing would just be yeah. absolutely. I just watched someone make a, uh, it's like a stuffed French toast sandwich the other oh, day. Oh, shit. Like, that's that's oh, dangerous. Just feel my cholesterol going up. Oh, yeah. Love it. Yeah. But yeah, so uh, you know, off off of Christmas, now we're on to uh getting ready for New Year's. Yeah. Got you know, bowl games kicking in. So can't wait. Let's go, Texas. It's gonna be an interesting uh playoff. <laughs> you got Georgia playing Florida State, and Florida State's got like fifteen or nineteen people oh, yeah. that have already said they're not playing. Yep. Uh so that's gonna be a trash game. It sucks. That's the only thing that sucks about like how the championships played oh, yeah. out, you know, when you used to have just the one championship game and you had the ball and everyone played in them. It's yeah. so much better. So I'm hoping with the rule change next year, going to 12 teams, yeah, it, that first game's at least going to be good. Well, they, actually, every game will be good. Well, on, you think on, on those top yeah, 12. Yeah, if you got a chance to make it to the championship, you're going to play. play. Well, right. like Jane Daniels didn't play in this year, so you've got Nesmeyer, which is is going to be a decent quarterback, yep. hopefully. But I, you know. I think he's to be honest, uh, and and he's got an absolute cannon on him. Yeah, I think he's playing for his spot. Because yes. they've got a four or five star coming in. Oh yeah, or it's already or he's already there. But yeah. so they've got a quarterback either either I can't remember if he's there already or if he's coming in this next class. It's that's highly touted. So obviously he's going to be looking to start. So Nussmeier is going to get you know he better he better put on a show. Yeah, but he can't hit the intermediate, and that's you that's, know that's his downfall. Well, I think that his his big thing is that he throws so damn hard. Yeah, someone's running a damn four yard crosser and he's throwing a sixty mile an hour bullet yeah. at him. It's like dude. All right. It's like John little, Elway. Little, little touch, man. Yeah. Little touch. That's like watching John Elway after he retired. You'd see the receivers with their hands all fucked up. They're yep. like, yeah, 
John Elway throws a rocket. Yep. You know. What that you used to call it the Elway Cross. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's so it. They, they said it hits you hits you in the soft skin. No oh, yeah. nose of the football hits you and leave the damn cross mm-hmm. of the football on your arm. So yep. yeah, that's a damn that's an absolute pepper right there. So we got plans for uh, for New Year's guys? Oh yeah. Yeah. We'll sit out in the driveway and drink and watch football and eat. And cook. Cook. Okay. That's, and somebody eventually throws some fireworks up in the air, but yeah. I ain't doing it. Nah, I ain't either. Oh yeah. Mm, I ain't doing it. No. We had some bitch. Oh, oh God! Here man. we go. Oh, it was great. She came over from another street. My my one year old can't sleep. Y'all gotta stop. And of course, all the young kids out there doing it. They're like, man, we have you know to whatever time. And then this lady pops off to his oldest daughter and gets in her face. <laughs> here comes Mike. What the fuck did you say, bitch? <laughs> like, oh, oh, here we go. <laughs> I go get my husband. Well, bring please that motherfucker do. up here, please. <laughs> and any other siblings you yeah. might have. We'll yeah. go ahead and handle all that. Figure oh, yeah. it all out. Our so. neighborhood goes nuts, dude. For yeah. So, like, 4th of July is crazy. Halloween yeah. here, crazy. Yeah. I mean, Christmas, if you drive through, I mean, and it's just, you know, decoration stuff. But, like, for the most part, I mean, most of the houses do something. Like, yeah. they, they go, and then New Year's. But anytime you get an opportunity to shoot off fireworks. Yeah. Our neighborhood and the neighborhood behind us, the neighborhood behind us on Christmas Eve was shooting off monsters. Oh, my God. Christmas Eve, I was like, who is shooting fireworks for Christmas? Midnight. They lit these bitches off. Oh, it was like, no, it was was legitimately like at the stroke of Christmas at that midnight. So as soon as it turned over, like, boom, boom, cannons go. I was like, so we stepped outside and it's like, there's like a damn city fireworks show. Yeah. Just monsters. I was like, well, that's a couple, probably a couple grand going off, but okay. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I was I was pissed. I was like, "Y'all wake my fucking kids up, and I gotta wait till three oh, o'clock." Well, that was the only thing I was worried because we we were in the middle of wrapping his yep. gifts from Santa, yep. and I was mm-hmm. like, "Motherfuckers, dude!" I yep. swear to God, I was like, "I don't care about fire. They do not bother. I didn't. No. I, I sleep so heavy anyway, and most of my my kids don't. Our damn so funny story. A couple weeks ago, Christy and I had gone out on a date, so we'd been out, had a couple drinks, come back. You know, this is the night I met y'all. Yeah, that <laughs> night. So that night we come back, three thirty in the morning. Freaking our fire alarms go off. Oh shit! And and so three of them. So we've got uh, the alarm system that was here at the house when we bought it. Like it's not it's not running for you know, like like dispatch, but it's right. all hooked up to the house. So when one alarm goes off, all of them go all off. Of them go off. Well, there's three that's hooked up through that. So that thing goes off three thirty morning. Three alarms going off. Like wakes me up. I'm like, yeah, you know. And I got a half buzz kicking. You know. Oh yeah. And I'm like, the fuck is going? Like I'm like. Half Marty's out, out like, of bed, yeah. grabbing that AR. Reach, like, I'm like, we're fuck? going down, dude. <laughs> so I'm like, what What the fuck is going on? So I'm going over there. I go to the, the control panel. You're supposed to be able to hit like star seven like to yeah. shut off the damn thing. Shit. Nope. So I'm over there hitting that. It, it ain't doing shit. My wife comes in, starts messing with it. Well, she ends up arming the actual alarm. Oh, shit. So we're like trying to figure it out. Well, she goes downstairs because she's going to come into the basement, and she's trying to mess with the actual like breaker to see yeah. if she can shut the, the system off. Well, when she opens the basement door, it's off. It's on the alarm. So oh, as soon yeah. as she opens that, not only fire alarms going off, but now we got boo, boo. Oh God! <laughs> fucking uh, the actual like alarms <laughs> going off. And I was like, oh my god! And then, and we don't have a code. So oh, we don't shit. have a code for the alarm. They never gave it to us, so we don't. So like, I'm on the phone, three thirty in the morning with, with Phoenix Systems, trying to figure out what to do. Oh fuck! We finally get a, We finally get a master code to get because I was like, I'll rip the fire alarms off. I don't care about that. How do I turn the damn alarms off? Hmm? So finally get like a, a master code to be able to turn the alarms off. Get those off. I'm in there just yanking, yanking yeah. fire detect- or smoke alarms out of the damn ceiling, dude, at 4 o'clock in the morning, pissed. Oh, yeah. And these people are supposed to, the service people are supposed to call me back. 
Never. Monday morning at like 9.30, I finally get a call back. Like, oh, hey, <laughs> heard you guys are having a problem. Like, yeah, bitch. Yeah. Fucking like over t- over a day ago. Come on. <laughs> yeah. I've already uh, ripped all your shit out of my house. It's in the middle of the road. So I, I say all that to it. Now, now, my boy got up. Uh, my boy got up. But my daughter, who normally, she wakes, she still wakes up. You know, mm-hmm. She's a year and a half. She wakes up two, three times a night. Mm-hmm. Either just rolling around or she wants to feed. Like, it's insane, and we cannot break this yet. But, anyways, doesn't move. She's passed out through the entire thing. Doesn't doesn't really? flinch through it. Because I was like, well, I know she's getting up. Oh, nope, yeah. doesn't even move. So, generally, fi- I, I, generally fireworks, coming back to that, like, they don't bother them. Mm-hmm. She's going to get up when she wants to get up anyway. Yeah. Uh, the kid loves them. He's like, he'll he'll stay up to 1 o'clock in the morning if we'll let him to watch fireworks. Oh, like, he loves fireworks. So, he'll sit there and watch them. But, our, like I said, our neighbor, we got, mm-hmm. a, few, we got a few people here that, They'll get on the Facebook page and bitch about it, but it's like you know, nah, it ain't gonna stop. No, like you're not gonna stop. Let people, people enjoy it. Yeah, yeah so. I, we, we do. We do a shit ton of cooking. I mean, yeah. a shit ton of cooking, on, especially big holidays. Fourth of July is a big one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but between Marcus, myself, and Mike, there's plenty of food for the fucking neighborhood to eat. Oh That's yeah, solid. and people come by, and it's, oh yeah. I mean, there's people we don't even know. They're like, oh, can I grab a plate? Well, I go, whatever. Fuck, grab it. We're all drunk anyways at this yeah. point. We already ate what we want. <clears throat> And we got a big old fire put put out there in the front in the driveway. Yeah, it's a that's good time. Cool. Yeah, I kind of want to see if we can get our neighborhood to do something like a um, like a full neighborhood celebration for it. Mm-hmm. Like that'd just be fun. Yeah, because um, everybody's already doing, it, and you got like little sectional parties. Like, yeah, hey, bring that thing together. Let's yep. let's find one cul-de-sac. Yep, we'll block that whole road off. No mm-hmm. cars can come down it. We set up like I mean, you get people to throw. Dude, you could you can buy or rent bounce houses. And shit, like, oh yeah, we've done it all the time. All, like, yeah. You know, don't cost nothing when everybody's going in on it. Kids just no. keep them all court, like corralled right there. Put all the women like, folk out there. Yep. Hey, y'all, watch your kids. <clears throat> make yeah. sure, make sure they don't so, die. So That's where right. we live, he lives right across the street from me. We live on L Street, and so there's cul-de-sac at both ends of us. Oh yeah. And so, and there's very few people that even come down unless you live down there. Mm-hmm. I can promise you, you come through that 100 miles an hour. Somebody's oh, gonna fucking say something or throw something. Yeah. Yeah. Or somebody's gonna slow you down one way or the other. Yeah, uh, so as it's, it's, as it should. But we got people come from other streets now that oh, oh what, yeah. what y'all doing this weekend? What y'all doing? What y'all doing for the holidays? Fucking cooking. Yeah, That's all we ever do, <laughs> cooking know, and drinking. You know where we'll be. <laughs> oh yeah. But we play a game called beer. Uh, is it beer die? Beer die. Oh jeez. Oh, Mike and I are undefeated. Yeah. And so it's not for old people though. I'm gonna let not. you know, old I fat mean, people. You and I can play it. it. Mike and I can play it. Yeah. But we, I mean. I'm I'm not old yet. Next month I'll be forty. Oh, what a shame! <laughs> but I am fat. Yeah. <laughs> but you throw a die up, a dice has to go at least higher than the tallest person, and they got a row of cans in the middle of the table. You got to make it over that. Hits the table. You got a cup on each corner of the table, and so if it hits the table and falls off and hits the ground, that's one point. If it hits the cup and falls off and hits the ground, that's two points. If you make it into the cup, it's three points, and you got to chug your beer. Mm. When it hits the table, you got to try to catch it before it hits the ground. Interesting. Yeah, it's, it's fucking intense. But so it's it's, it's adding a uh, it's essentially adding a little a little curve onto on the beer pong. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But there's but, nothing worse than two fat old men <laughs> diving trying to catch a fucking die that they can't see. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Goddamn dust, bifocals. man. It's dusk out here. I can't yeah. see Dude, shit. That's what these fuckers do. They <laughs> yeah. put a light up like this and go, "Oh, we playing. We playing." Yeah. And they're like, and they're y'all all kids. Y'all won't beat us this time. Shit, I take a knee out. Fuck the, y'all. 
Listen, I say, Mike, you got that side of the table. I got the back and my side. Yep. You just worry about your side. You hold that's that. all I care about. I got oh, six God. inches all I'm worried about. <laughs> well, that's hey, a good time. That's, that's so, the story of my life right there. <laughs> six inches. Well, you working Shit. it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, you got the penis pumping look, everything. Look, look, you, you know, that's, that's, going off, that's going off the female measurement, okay? That's, okay. <laughs> might, puts, might, be, might be eight. All right. Yeah, might be eight. <laughs> So, so what you think about this old Colorado saying Trump can't be on there? Well, did you? Maine just passed it too yep, today, and, and uh, California is trying too. I don't think it's going to hold up in Supreme Court. I don't know exactly. I don't know yet because well, they're trying to use the the whatever the what's it thirteen that says that 13, if you yeah, incited if, if you're uh, an insurrectionist, insurrectionist, yeah, yeah. The thing is, is that he didn't incite it. No, and that's he the thing is that when they go guilty. back to any when exactly well exactly that, but when they go back to 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 video of all this stuff like he talked about going to the capitol but he even talked about going peacefully to the capitol like, mm-hmm. he didn't condone that and he even came out afterwards and was like that's not what what we were talking about yep. not to mention the whole thing seems like a sham anyway like oh, it was the whole planned thing is because the people that were there that actually wanted to, to march for you know maga mm-hmm. weren't the like weren't necessarily the ones doing all that like going in so no. i don't know man it's it's that or you had the one the videos coming out of like the Capitol Police leading the people around yeah. through the Capitol. Oh, and, yeah. And then like, oh, check out this room. Oh, yeah, yep, check. Well, I, I think it's them, all a joke. I think them doing that is just a absolute slaughter to our what, what our democracy here because you're innocent until proven guilty. He hasn't been pr- even charged with the crime at this point. And and they're saying, Oh, well, it says a lot. This. It says a lot about what they fear too. Right. Right. Exactly, without a doubt. Because I think you know, if you've seen how the country's been run the past three years, oh god, it's it's not good. Nope, everything no. that's going and and like you've got people that are middle of the road and or left that are like, dude, the fuck. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. and, and and now are are some of those people would they vote Trump? Probably not. You'll probably get to a point where they just won't won't vote. Right. Or they, or maybe they take the independent seat, whoever's in that spot, maybe. But yeah. anything's better than what we fucking got right but, now. But you know, I, I don't you're seeing like you're seeing people like, dude, what the fuck? Like huh? so and they know it. They know those numbers. I mean, you got that dude hasn't done a single debate and is leading in polls. Right. Yep. Beating everybody. All the all the Smoking all the not all just, the all, not those, just all the Republican candidates not as well barely. as Biden's numbers like beating them. And he hasn't done a single debate. Doesn't need to though. Nope. He's already played it. So it's it's going to be. I'm curious to see. I, I I don't think the Supreme Court either. Will, I, I, will I don't think it. Up. I don't think it can hold up. I just think it's. You know, this is. You can definitely see, like 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 Marty said, you can definitely see what they're scared of. They're scared of him coming in, uh, and, and and it's just them trying to control everything. It's, well, it goes back it's a to scary thought to look at though. Well, in Ohio, back when Hillary was was running, I mean, you're getting people off the street and registering them to vote as they're walking in. Yep. You know, there's no credibility to anything. That's you what know? They, they were doing down here for this second. Oh, yeah. One. You know, Stacey Abrams were like, they were, oh, yeah. They were picking people up in vans. Yeah. <laughs> taking them to vote and yeah. dropping them. It's like, I don't know. Last isn't time your when I registered. supposed to be done within four months or three yeah, or four months. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. When I registered, you know, I missed the first vote because I didn't register in time. Yep. You know, so now all of a sudden, depending on who you are and who you're voting for, you can register the same day. I mean, it's just, oh, it's yeah. bullshit. There's a reason you have to wait. There's a reason you have to go register. You have to make that attempt. You have, and people don't do it. You know. Well, they've been pushing. You know, you've heard them talk about. They've been pushing another. Like, there's a, another virus coming around. Oh God. Uh, 
which is ideal because obviously the right. the biggest thing they want they want the the mail in ballots. Right. They want to yeah. be able to push that again, but the problem is is they can't convince because of how shammed that whole crap was mm-hmm. and then how all the evidence is coming out now that like COVID was pretty much a joke. Yeah. Which which uh, the vast majority I, I would say a a vast majority of the US, 50% or more knew that already and right. chose not to they're like this is dumb. But the other half didn't, and kind of you know went, you know went along with it. But you got a majority of them now. They're like, no, dude, we gave up a year and a half of our life. Oh yeah. And then now you're telling me that that I've got to get a vaccine every year. To Number be safe, nineteen like, you or know, something. To, it's like, come on. And so like yeah. you've got these people. So like I think they know they can't throw another virus out. There's like, the only else. way you could throw a virus out is if like you legit threw the plague out, and it right. was, and, it, and it straight up was killing people. Yeah. Well, like, the thing like COVID, everybody once you found once it came out and they, it was found out that all these people that were dying, that were on the ventilators. I mean, you lay them on their back for six weeks. Yep. You throw a tube down there that's breathing for them, expanding their lungs, mm-hmm. but just taking no account for any of the pneumonia that you're getting. Yep. You're killing people. Uh-huh. So once that came out, it just show, it showed a whole new light on the government. I, I just. I uh I am it's not a scare a, tactic. I am not a fan of, of Chris Cuomo, mm-hmm. but during during like the beginning heat of all this, he got sick, got COVID. Right. He sure did. And he came out afterwards, and he was talking about how I don't. I guess it was a doctor or a friend or somebody was telling him. He said he was talking to him. He's like, "Hey, let me ask you a question." He's like, "Are you are you able to take deep breaths?" He's like, "I mean, maybe, but it hurts." He's like, "Okay, do it." Hey, are you able? Are you able to get up and move around? Like, yeah, but it hurts like hell. Good, yeah. do it. Hey, are you able to get outside, get some sun? He's like, yeah, but it, it hurts, it sucks. Good, do it. Yeah, do it. Move as much as you can. Do all. Let your body function and move as much as you can. He's like, because if you lie dormant, and this is with any yeah. sickness, it is. Most, if with any if you lie dormant, all you create is an easy host, right? And then it continues to replicate or just grow and and gets worse. Yeah. Whereas like, you get the flu. It sucks, dude. The flu sucks. Those body aches oh, and, and the headaches, that shit yeah. sucks. But <coughs> excuse me, you can get up, take showers, move outside, get a little sunlight. Yeah, it all sucks, but you'll notice you'll get over this faster. Right. And that's, you take, when, like you said, you get on that ventilator, though. And it just laid out you there, up. And, and yep. your your body's nothing. Like, you're not even moving your own muscles. No. Machines are moving it for you. Like, yeah. Yeah. It like, was, my, my two oldest daughters, before it came out with COVID, it started with Sydney, my oldest daughter. She literally was in bed for a week. I mean, had no strength. I mean, just wore out. As she was getting over it, my next daughter got it. And for like a week, I mean, was just in bed, wore out. After that, it was over. It was done. And that was the COVID. That was before it came out to be COVID. Yep. You know, it's a hyped up version of the flu. Yes, it is. It's just something that your body has to build up an immune system to it. And what you can't do is continue to baby it, to, you, yep. to, com, to fuel it, because you have to be able to, like you said, get out, move, you know? Like, I hate running. Yep. I absolutely hate running. But when you do it, you're going to have aches and pains. Exercise, not even running, but even exercising. You have, my, you have the pains. You have to work through it. You know, the one thing I'm not doing is squats. Never do legs ever again. But <laughs> ain't nothing worse than not being able to sit down to shit because your legs hurt so bad. <laughs> you got to get them handicap yeah. bars installed to help you get up and down. <laughs> Look, I had a forklift delivered to the house to get up off the toilet. My big ass. Oh man, yeah, that's uh, like I said, it was crazy, man. I, you know, I, I know a guy. Um, 
a, a buddy that that died from it. And the problem was this was later aspect of it, but he was in Costa Rica, I believe. Uh, one of my, I mean, one of my like best friends' brother, and they were treating it like we were in the very beginning. Yeah. Where it's like we saw, I mean, you know, they they were doing the ventilator stuff, and it's it's you know, it's deadly, and it's unfortunate it because it shouldn't happen. And and the problem was is that like all these countries are were lying. And then on top of lying, when they did figure out that it, there was other ways to do it, they weren't helping out these second, third world countries no. deal with it. Nope. So it is what it is. You know, it's unfortunate that that it even oh. got to that point. But like, so all that to come back to say, I, I, there's been the talk that like, oh, there's something else coming out yeah. of coming out of China or coming out of that way. Yeah. If they but, don't, if they don't do that though, then they've got to take Trump off the ballot. That, that <laughs> or that we got to go to war. Who do we go to war with? China, Russia, because China's already saying what? China, oh, in twenty twenty four, I don't know when. This is what uh, Xi Jinping, whatever his name is, uh, has said or put out in a memo to the United States in twenty twenty four. We don't know when yet, but we are going to invade Taiwan. At least that's the message that's coming out for everyone. If they do that. We have to. But go. they've been saying that since two thousand. But if we go to war. Right then, what happens? Then they can extend that a little bit longer. Yeah, po- I mean it, it, that's always a possibility. The um, will, will the other component to that is, and we talked about this one of the earlier episodes, uh, was that um, one of the biggest banks in China like went bankrupt mm-hmm. a couple months yeah. ago, and and like and yeah. so like their their economy is not doing very well. Like hell, no. you just don't hear much about it because like they keep they, a lot of it under wraps, but like. Their stock market crashed. It's, it's a couple of weeks awful. ago. So like, I don't know. I don't know if they could actually go to. I don't know if they could truly afford. No, I don't think to they go could. to war. Like, because even if they invaded Taiwan and we made moves to get over there, I don't think they they could sustain. Like, I almost no. would guarantee that if they did that and we actually sent naval fleets over and military person like and yeah. more military that they would they would just leave. They yeah. would exit. They because they they know. Yeah, like, but oh, there's still the same country that. That cares more about what they're being seen as, as yep. opposed to what they're doing for their people. Exactly. So well, that's communism it, in a nutshell. Yeah, yep. I mean, if if my people, I mean, their population's huge anyway. So if they're pissed off because they're not getting whatever, but we're making this move and the rest of the world thinks that we're somebody, I sleep better at night. You know, I just feel that way about the same thing with Russia. You know, when you start looking at people attacking and why they're attacking, I just it's not because it's going to bring anything big. To, I mean, Taiwan's big. I mean, there's a lot to it, but I think it's more about what you're being seen as. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I would agree. Like I, said, I, I don't. I just, you know, I don't think we. I don't think we have to work. Like they may try to force something, if that's if that's the case to try to get it to go. But I don't think Russia or China or, or either one of them are in the position to to actually. Not financially, start, start no. a war no, they, like they like a big war. Like the whole not, thing in Ukraine is is it's not a joke because people are dying. But like, right, what's going on is is no. But see, if if you wanted to go in there and take over Ukraine, you can't convince me that Russia isn't big enough or have a big enough force to go in see, and but take but over. That's my Ukraine. thought. Too. But, well, my other my other question is, who does China and Russia want as the U.S. president? Joe Biden or Trump? Well, clearly they'd want yeah. Biden. Exactly. So if they can keep that because when they when they have him there, they get the things that they want. I mean, shit. Yeah, but China's see, got their hands so far up Biden's ass. Well, right yeah, now. but they also understand. They also understand that you know this is a a 
democratic republic. So if your president isn't fulfilling the duties that he's supposed to and something like that's happening, then he gets impeached and, and you start getting right down the down the line kind of goes in and, yeah. and makes and will make the call. And so I think they know hell, people might just if it's if it's that bad and he's not doing they may just go completely over their head. And the military may, you know, the military might run their own form of martial law. Like I guess it wouldn't be martial law because it's not stateside, but right. and just yeah. be like, you know what, we're gonna do this. Like yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. Um, There's a lot that could happen. Let's just hope that you know. Let Trump get back in here, get this country back to where it needs to be. It's, and I mean, uh, at this point, get somebody. I mean, yeah, fuck. I, you know, I, I hope Elmer Trump, Fudge I hope doing better. I right? like. I actually enjoyed listening to uh, just because like his stance. Like I mean, listening to RFK. Mm-hmm. Oh, he cracks me up. But he's he just he's kind of he just got down and out too because of the whole Epstein thing. Mm-hmm. Apparently, he'd taken two flights on Epstein's plane, and, and you know, I don't know where the hell it went. I don't even know if they said where it went. But he was just on that plane mm-hmm. or on one of his planes. So. You're already on the list, which is funny. Out of all the names, you know, you're supposed to get names that are on this yeah. list. Like that, his name comes up, right? Uh, out of everybody how else, that his yeah. name comes up. You know, yeah. um, <laughs> the one that's talking out about that party and the way things are going, talked out about COVID mm-hmm. and how dumb it was and the vaccine and this that, and like just went on rips about it. Yeah. And all of a sudden, it's like, oh yeah, weren't you on Epstein's plane yeah. twice? I was. Had a great time. Yeah. You know, <laughs> he had really good scotch. Yeah. <laughs> It wasn't Johnny Walker, I promise you. Yeah, I can tell you that much. So it's a freaking McAllen fifty or something. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So I don't know. It's it, you know, it's a damn the, the whole government's let's, a shame. You know, oh, it is. Let, let's go Do you really Trump, believe though. that there's going to be a legitimate hell no election again? Hell no. They, Not probably they never again it. in our yeah. lifetime or our kids' lifetimes or our grandkids. Well, if you can't get, you'll know all about if, that. If, so. if you can't Thanks. get the, uh, yeah, if you can't get the right thing, right people in, yeah, it'll, yeah, it'll continue to be. I just look, you know, I, I like Trump. I, I yeah. was, I was a Trump fan, but also like I get why people didn't like him, and yeah. I understand. And I, and dude, the dude was, the dude was brash, so I understand why people didn't like him. But right. I think there were a lot of people that didn't, didn't like. I think a lot of people saw the stuff that the media pushed for four years, and however how much of it got debunked, yeah. and they just didn't care. They were just blind, like oh, I don't like him. Orange man's bad, but yeah. like because you couldn't, they can't think for themselves. And that was the that was the aggravating part. It's like just put pieces together. Like be honest why are they, can, why are they continuously attacking one dude? Yep. Yeah. And you've never seen this in a presidency before. No. Where they every damn day they're attacking this dude. Right. About what he's doing. It's like you didn't see that with any president in, in before. Like, yeah, there, there'd be times something happened, like they'd come out and like question or, or you know, or be against something he did or said. This shit's every day. And then whenever you you, you come up with some stupid ass charge, mm-hmm. nope, it's fake. Right. Nope, here's the next one. No, nope, and it's like how many how many fake stories do you need before you're like, okay, like why do they not want this guy in? Like why? Like outside? Like I, I get me not liking them, right? But why are they but here's so the adamant thing. about? And like, they don't cause they're sheep. If you yeah. don't like him, then let's not pull up your videos from 1982 when all you talked about was being Trump. Yep. Oh, I want to be Donald Trump, richest man around. I want to be Donald Trump. You know. So right. uh, it's all this dude ran that country like he ran this country like a business because that's how you should you should run it. Right. Yeah. That's exactly what he did. And that's how it needs to be run. Well, and you allow your cabinet members and your personnel that are underneath yep. you that are in charge, your military experts, to tell you your military things. Right. I don't think there's anything. Now, I, I said this up up before Trump, but it'll never happen. <clears throat> I wouldn't be opposed to every president having to have military service. Oh, I thought it'd be awesome. Every I mean, president. I, and I don't awesome. even care to what extent, but yeah. every president should have to have 
some form of military service. Right. And to at least have, I'm sorry, and like add that as, as part of the component into it. Oh, yeah, definitely. And because even on, on the base level, you know, I only did four and a half years. And I still, when you see the rank structure and the command and how that goes, right. like, there's plenty of stuff that I had like no privy to, like in just in my unit alone, let sure. alone the entire Marine Corps right. or even just division. Like, so there's, but like when you get to see, like there's there's levels and understanding of how things work and operate on on the bot, especially you know as a, if you only did four years, you get to see the bottom level. Right, you get to see the the, the scum aspect of what the military is, yeah. and what these people have to do do and go through and deal with. And then, you know, work it up. So, like, even on that level, I think it would be beneficial so you have an idea of what you're doing when you know when you send someone to war. What, what you're sending. Through. Yeah. Or when you send, you know, these people are going to boot camps or whatever it is. Because yeah. you're not always going to be in war. But no, but you, when you, you have an idea. When you're sending a group, when you're deploying a unit, you know, and if you've never been there, you've never got that phone call at 6 in the morning or 3 in the morning, um, you know, like, when I was at when I was in the service, like we'd have, God, I don't know. It's been twenty five years ago, but you'd have alerts, and you show up full dressed out, bags packed, everything. We we're rapid response. So depending on which direction the plane banked, you know, you were either deploying or you were just circling. It was an alert. But until you know what that is about, to get that phone call, or worse yet, you get the phone call at five o'clock in the morning because we're having a year analysis. <laughs> and you know, and you have to show up and knowing the first thing you do when your feet hit the floor is go pee. Yeah. So you're standing in the hallway drinking water, you know. <laughs> but until you're in that situation and you go through some of the dumb shit that we went through, yep. you know, or a TA fifty inspection where you're laying out everything. Yep. You know what I mean? Until you go through that, you don't know what it's like to send that soldier off, you know? I mean it's the Go through just the basic BS. Yeah, just have you know? an idea of what it's like. You know, what it's like. You know, and and I was actually a component too for a while of saying I think it'd be beneficial if every at least every male in this country had to do two years of service. Yep. Changing that though, changing my thought on that because of the shit that they're already pushing and how like woke the military is already coming. Like I huh. don't know. I don't know if that's the right idea because then like. All you, all they would end up doing is looking to appease. Not even everybody. You, you, you would appease the minority of people that are joining the military, right? And, and that's what like, it's all about. It's minority. That's a life and laughing like joke right there. I mean, mm -hmm. dude, you think Russia gives a shit if 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 you're putting trans people on the damn front line? Hell no. They don't get, that shit's funny as fuck to yeah. them. Like, it's, and we look like a, we, like even even just mentioning like you look like a bunch of fucking idiots. Well, when Bill Clinton came out with the don't ask, don't tell shit. And look, I, I, I would tell you this. I had, and I know I did. I served with a couple gay guys. Care less. I could care less because they did their job. And, and, and you know, I would say the vast majority of time, gay dudes in the military aren't necessarily trying to hit on straight dudes in the military. No, they've that's got their not own, what it's got all about. Own, they got their own lives that they live. Yeah. So, like, you're not dealing. Does it happen? Yeah. It's gonna happen, right? But just like, just like dudes, I you know, I had a couple smoke shows that were in the, in, yeah. in, the, in the Marine Corps with us. So of course you're gonna take your shot. Yeah, doesn't mean it works out. Never. And so what do you do? Well, then you go back out in town or wherever, yeah. like to you know keep running that route. Yeah. But when one of those pops, so I, look, it, I get it. It's gonna happen. But dude, I had dude, I, the whole donuts, like whatever. Yeah, do, do your thing. But this when you start saying 
this dude gets to live ba- like barracks and live with females right. because he thinks he's a female. It's stupid. It like come on, man. At what point you're asking for trouble? At that's what all point do you call bullshit? And that's the thing. You know, I was talking to a friend of mine on the way home today. When we were kids and you wanted attention, your dad gave you every bit of attention you wanted right then in front of God and everybody. Yep. Because you were showing your ass. That's how it was. Nowadays, if you want attention, uh, I'm trans or I want this or I'm emo or God forbid these people that are barking at people at school. Yep. Let one bark at me because I'm going to treat you like a dog. You know, and that's the thing is like, it has become so stupid. Yep. Like, you go up to the high school on a beautiful Sunday or a beautiful sunny day, May, March, April, May, whenever it's beautiful outside, and you watch how these girls parade through school. Mm-hmm. Like, I went up there and picked up my kid. I was like, God damn, are we teaching prostitution? Because that's how these kids are dressed. Yep. Whereas, like, when I went to school, which wasn't that long ago, it's 20 years now, close to. You freaking, uh, I know, dude. Good lord, what a baby! I have still. <laughs> Dang, we just went to our thirtieth and thirty reunion or whatever. I mean, I, that's twenty. That's only ten years. I know, but uh, that's a lot. Lived hard in those ten years. I know. I, I get it. Lived hard. But still, I mean, but still, and that like, girls couldn't wear spaghetti strap shirts. No, nope. girls couldn't wear shorts below their fingertips. Yep. Girls right. couldn't wear you know like Skirt. overly overly cleavaged shirts. Right. Yep. And I know, and I know, the majority of the restrictions were on the females, like. Guys weren't supposed to be sagging their pants and dropping and, and, sh- and yeah. showing your underwear and shit like Again. that too. We couldn't wear hats inside. Nope. That was nope. the one thing I remember. Is that like, yeah, you couldn't wear a hat nope. to school, which was which is I always thought was insane. Like, and I get it. It's it's kind of an old it's an old thing. It like, is. I get it to respect, but like with with the with the with the turning of time, like dude, a hat. Like, come on, like. If the kid wants to wear a hat and pay attention, let him wear a fucking hat. You yeah, know, but like, it's a distraction. The, I mean, I see where they went with it. I understand that part. But, like, when I went to school, you still got paddled. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? But you uh, you followed the dress code. Now, if you decided you wanted to go outside in between classes and have, have a cigarette, you know, you were good. As long as you made it back by bail. But you followed dress code. If you screwed up, they busted your ass right there in the hallway. We didn't go hide or whatever. I mean, right there in the hallway, right out there. Yep. You know, God forbid somebody's got to go pee. You, how many? You get, how many times you get that ass beat? Oh, I got a lot. I am. I will say this too. Um, I agree. Women should be able to wear whatever the hell they want. Yep. Even even the girls in high school and stuff like that, wear whatever they want. And but I'm a, I'm a also come back to say this. As the parent, that falls back on you. It if, does. If, if you're, if you know, if your daughter wants to show up in in a damn short ass miniskirt with with her titties hanging out, that's a parental thing. Because I'm gonna say, like, I don't care if my daughter hates me when she gets older. How that's gonna go? Now I'm gonna let her be her and do her things, but there's still gonna be a regulation. Like, you need to carry. You're better than that. Carry yourself. Right. Okay? Now, also as a dude, I. Yeah, no, I'm not kids, but like, I, right. I, of course, I enjoy seeing that though. I sure. love to see a woman in a skirt and and with Tays hanging out. Yeah, but there is a time and place. Yeah, and I and I, but I also believe in like you know these kids do need their their freedom of speech and expression and have that. No, but, they don't. Not till they're well, not till they're old enough I, to understand I, I say, what say, that is. Well, Jack, I say this to an extent. The one, my the, opinion, the one, part. the one, uh, like a or uh, the one component that I'll say is that kids nowadays, 
are way more way more knowledgeable and in tune about everything than we were as kids. Sure. Because we didn't have internet. Right. We didn't have all this, like, you didn't know, like, your parent could lie to you and you have no idea. Your teacher could lie to you. Yeah. You could be like, hey, what's, you know, what's eight times eight? And they're like, uh, it's, it's 41. You're like, okay. Yeah. I mean, where did Unless you, you learn? The- you didn't know. You just took it. Now the internet, like, teachers can't lie. Yeah, but where did you learn the majority of your knowledge? On the school bus. Yeah. Or from the kids down the street. Nowadays, yeah. you know, kids are locked in on every electronic out there. Uh-huh. And God knows I'm the, you know, I'm the devil here. My kids got iPhones and iPads and YouTube and all that shit. But well, cuz they they are left out. They're left back if you don't. And you know, and yeah. You know, we've got friends with <clears throat> kids getting into that age range and and it's like at what age do you let your kid have a phone? You know, it's like they're they're old enough where they can do stuff on their own. So you want you want them to be able to contact you, or or right. you want to be able to track them. You know, right. with some of these apps and stuff, you want to be able to track them. So it's like you're you're you know people that are like, ah, dude, my kid's not getting a phone. They're 15. It's like, yeah, well, when they're 12 years old and they're wanting to hang out, you know, in the neighborhood and they're four streets over, you're gonna yeah. say no. You're not gonna let your kid go outside. Can't so get it's a like, hold of them. Yeah. so now it's like, what do you do? Well, you probably get them a phone. Yeah, because it's not the same world that we grew up in. No, it's not. You know, it, even not. even in a great neighborhood, it's not the same yeah. world. Like I grew up in a damn trailer park, but. That trailer park was was it was secure rednecks yeah you and, knew and if, everybody and if a car pulled in there and all yeah. if kids were outside and a car pulled in there so I'll never forget one day dude hmm? and a damn it, it about a about a 30, 30, 40 year old dude pulling through an old damn uh old old Crown Vic and like everybody eight, in the Crown and this and he started and he's was like four or five of us in there and he pulled down he rolled down the window and started talking to us one of the dad wasn't you know wasn't mine one of the dads <laughs> saw it. Out the window, and this this dude just cracked me up anyway because he was an absolute alcoholic. But like, I mean, he kicks his own fucking door open, comes out the side. He's like, "Hey, motherfucker, the fuck you talking to kids for?" And dude's like, "What?" And all of a sudden, he's like, "Boom!" Leo hammered, making his way yeah. downstairs. Like, get the fuck out! And he's like, scream at him. And we don't know. Now, was the dude? Did he mean any harm? We don't know. We don't know that. But nobody in the neighborhood. We did not know that car. Nope. And that dude didn't take a chance. Now, granted, he's a little buzzed up, but like. That's how, like, it was on it. Even yep. in that damn, you know, redneck ass trailer park, people were yes, all over it, dude. Like, you were not, you were not, yeah, playing around. So. No, you don't. And especially in today's age, you know, yep. sex trafficking, human trafficking, whatever it is, the real fucking thing. Oh, it's horrendous. You and know? if you watch these videos of it, like, it don't take no time for them to snatch kids up. Yeah. Hell no. Like, Nothing. it takes no Nothing. time. And that's and that's, and that's the, the crazy part is that like, how do you let your kid be a kid? And at the same time, because I mean, you know, and and also protect them. I mean, because yeah. it's, it's it's not it's, it's just not the world it used to be. No, uh, we went to TJ Maxx. My oldest daughter, she's eighteen. She had to go to the bathroom. I stood right outside the bathroom. Yep. Right now, you know, it, it just it is what it is. Any of my kids, they never stray. I always see what they are always within eyesight uh-huh. when we're out. I got lost in Walmart as a kid like three or four different times. Just getting oh, yeah. separated from mom. Yeah. And, you know, like pa- parents going to panic a little bit because big store. Yep. But, like, gen- random person finds like, well, where, where are you at? Yeah. Where's your mom? Like, I don't know. Okay. What do they do? Take, Take you up to front. the front. Yep. Customer service. Dude, I lost my kid in Walmart right now. I'd be locking down oh, yeah. the front door. Oh, yeah. Nobody's with, leaving. With a gun. Nobody's like, leaving. Like, I'm not. You, nobody leaves to my kid. Yeah. My kid's services out of here. Granny, like, I'm not even looking. I'm yeah. going straight to the doors. I'm locking yeah. that bitch down. Granny, but, I don't give a fuck. Yep. With a walker, 
in a wheelchair, you ain't leaving. Lift up your skirt. Let yeah. me see what's in there. I, I got to see everything. I got to see it all. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Right. You know what? But that's where we live. That's the world we live crazy, in. It's crazy, dude. So I don't, you know, you yeah. can't, it's a, it's a different time, different place. So I don't know. It's, it's, I, I tell you, our, our street, though, that we live on is like the old days. Yeah. Car could pull up and Mike would give me a call or text me. Hey, you know that car? Yeah. Nope. I don't know, but I saw him. And both of us outside just watching. Yep. Hey, how you do? doing? Just checking on you. Yep. I ain't seen that, you before. That's, yeah. that's just how that's how life is on our street. I mean, all the kids are protected on our street. Yeah. The unfortunate thing is, is in this world, it's not like that everywhere. Yeah. As a former police officer, I can tell you it's not like that everywhere. And it's it's a scary fucking thought. Yep. Like my my I have two beautiful daughters. And it scares me to death, especially my younger one, mm-hmm. because she is meets no stranger. Meets no strangers, friendly as could be. If mm-hmm. you stop to pull up and say hi to her, she she's not gonna walk up to your car, but she's gonna be like, "Hey, how are you?" Yeah, blah 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 blah. But the, boom, she could be gone. gone. And I'm gonna fucking kill somebody. A that's, lot of somebody's. That's my yep. dude, my dude. Is, I, I we call him the mayor around here because mm-hmm. he has not met a stranger. Yeah. Yep. He talk, and, and and the worst part about it is he asks him the worst shit. He's like, "Where you live? Where's your car? Yeah. What kind of car you got?" And I'm like, "Bro." Stop! Like, <laughs> the fuck's wrong with you, man? Like, nobody's ever taught you hey, to ask that. Like, why are you asking the? Hey, girl, you're asking your number. I'm yeah. gonna call you tonight, all right? Asking prime questions. They're like, oh, let me show you, yeah. dude. Stop. But we he had, knows everything. We had an HVAC guy come. Um, oh man, I guess like two months ago, man, the AC went out, and uh, you know, this guy came in and was checking the system. So like, he's getting ready to leave. He's in the front yard, finishing up stuff. Dude walks out there and all of a sudden, next thing I know, like he's climbed in the dude's car. Yeah. Just strolling around it. You know, and I'm out there talking to the guy, but he's like in the car looking around. I was like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, why are you in a stranger's car, man? Right. He's like, he's like, it's all good, man. I was like, I was like, well, I appreciate it. I was like, but I like it's on me, man. I got mine. Yeah. Like, why get dude, get yeah. the hell out of the car, dude. Like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> hey, but he knows everything that's going on. He does. He's Ask very he's, anything. He's, he's very aware. Yeah. So he's girls love him at the pool. Oh my gosh, he, he's Nice. But he can tell you when you're shitting green or shitting brown. That's it. Pretty know? much. And he can tell you everything that's going around. He's a very easy, you know, I think a lot of kids are, but he's, I, I, my dude's very aware about certain, like he just, he picks up on all the things. So that you can't, like, right you can't like lie about certain stuff. Yeah. And the crazy part is he's got, he's got, when he, when he wants to use it, like he's, he's in that little lion stage now, but when he wants to use it, the dude's got a stupid memory. Yeah, like I almost like I don't know for sure. I almost think it's like photogenic because I'll be like, "Hey, where's this toy at? I haven't seen it in like three weeks." And he's like, "Doo doo," runs and just pulls it out of something. We got a guy who lives like, in our neighborhood. What's uh, up, Rain Man? Rain Man. What's his name? Uh, I can't call it. I don't know his name because I've only seen him twice. But he could tell you your birthday. Yep. What well, the he, weather he, was. You, you can tell him when your birthday was. So I could say January twenty third, nineteen eighty four. He'll tell you what day of the week it was. And what the weather was that day, and where be 100%. you where you lived, and be a hundred percent right, hundred percent. Fucking yeah, that nuts. shit's that shit's weird, man. Yeah. So, so Mike, a little bit about you. What branch were you in? I was in the army. In the army, how long did you serve? Uh, seven and a half years. Ooh, you old fuck. I am. I told y'all that. <laughs> Boy, back, still back, the back when they had here. back when they had them woodlands, right? What they yep. call what they call those BDUs? Cameras? Like BDU, yeah. yeah. Back when you had to shine your you shine your boots, press your uniform. We call it shine your uniform because it's starched out. Yeah. But that's back when you took pride in what you wore. Like this shit nowadays. And you know, look, I got out no one. Um, I was still in high school. 
God almighty. <laughs> but like I see them now when they're wearing, you know, these, what are the uh, desert boots and shit that are yep. suede? Yeah. Never seen shoe polish. Don't even know how to put shoe polish on. I'm like, damn. Uniforms not pressed. I'm like, shit. Did you have to shine boots? No. Press a mm. uniform? Nope. Uh, we didn't have to press it. I had some that were. They weren't starched, but I had some that were were lined pretty well. Really? Yeah, but that, yeah, we didn't have to. So we Even had in the core. We actually had to now this, now this conversation now our today now our dress uniform. That's a whole other story. Yeah, dress is one thing. Yeah. Yeah. Now our our our, our camis went to to more. We we relaxed, had this conversation sure. at work today because the people I work with have no military background whatsoever. I had to shine boots. I had to press uniforms, right? And so that's because like, you're in Coast Guard. Well, you know, some of us had to do the right thing, different, stay home, take care of the wives, di- right? Different, different uniform, right? man. <laughs> yeah. That's so, a- I, but but I was explaining to them, and they said because they were making fun because my my I had a brown belt on with brown shoes. I was like, shit. Every time I wear black and brown, y'all fucking bitch. I was like, the only black shoes I have are my military shoes. Yeah. I was like, but they're fucking shiny, and I ain't fucking laying around here. them core frames? Hell, no, I, mine are shined. I'm saying I, you got core, you're talking no, about your core frame, like your no, dress not, ones. Yeah, the dress ones, but I didn't get core frame shoes. I didn't get those. I, we I, we I had to shine poor. our own shit. I was poor, and so, we shined our shit. Yeah, and so I I had my own shine. They're like, why don't you wear those to work? Because y'all ain't gonna fucking mess those up. No, I was like, those still are shiny from back when I was in. And yep. I was like, they said. You know how to shine a shoe that way. Fuck yeah, I oh, know yeah. how to shine a shoe that way. Oh yeah. Because if you didn't, oh, God. if they couldn't see themselves in your fucking the toe of your boot, mm-hmm. uh, they were gonna sit there and stomp all over it, and you had to start all over, and that shit fucking sucked. So <sighs> I wasn't gonna do that. But I'm not upset that I didn't. I, I didn't. Listen, that I missed that. To be man, honest, shining like, shoes. Shit. The the first time you have to shine brand new boots takes fucking forever. Ever. But once you get that shine on there, if you fuck it up in about ten minutes, I can have it back. Yep. Take some work. But you can get it back. It, man. Yep. You got to have a lighter. Yep. You have a little spit. Yep. You got to have your little horse brush. You got to have your little... Yep. Your little you got your rag with your two fingers. Yeah. Your shimmy cloth or whatever. Your little shimmy cloth. And you'd be holding that fucking boot between your knees. For good 10 minutes. See, this is the thing. This is... But you say this little fucking Marine Corps over here. I will say this. That's a dumbass thing to have to do to take those boots and then go overseas and deploy them. Yeah. Yeah, like, because it's like you spend all this time to clean, it, and then it's like, yeah, like I, I have a feel, like, and I agree, look wise, like obviously it looked yeah. better, but the 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 efficiency of it is fucking stupid because I, I it's agree like, with that. but it's, let's, how let's much ask you, shit did let's you do you. in the core that was efficient? I mean, let's well, be honest. I, I agreed. They, I mean, they they always find ways to to take up time, right? You know, so like, yes. But I think that's just one of those things that got. They're like, all right, look. They would rather you be training, and not saying you were, but they, they would rather you be sure. training than cleaning a fucking boot, oh, right? Yeah. You know, and that and that's where it came. Like I think but, more of it, but also there was if you, it, I know over time too. If you look at the time frame between Vietnam and then early two thousands, the the time of war was decreased. I mean, obviously you had yeah. you had freaking you know, um, I, well this might have been back in the, you had the Cuban the missile crisis yeah. as in six you, you had you had the. Um, Grenada that kicked off. You had some of the Beirut stuff that kicked yep. off. Then you obviously you had the Gulf War. So like there were little spurts that kicked into sure. there, but not like it wasn't like Vietnam. Wasn't like the World mm-hmm. Wars. Then it definitely wasn't like the damn you know twenty three year war that we were right. just in or whatever the hell that was. You know. So well, like even when I went to Bosnia, I was in a line unit. You know, 
and we had formation in Bosnia. Yep. And your shit was tight. You know, now you didn't have the cleaner that you went and did your uniform, but your uniform still was serviceable. Uh-huh. It was still pressed, still looked yep. good. Boots still looked good. You know, but, and you're walking through mud and, and bullshit, you know, just to get to the chow hall. But come nine o'clock the next morning, your shit better be tight. Oh, yep. dude. We but had, the thing is, like, so you're you're out there and, and, and say you're out at war. There ain't nobody going, Mike. No. Fucking give me 30 because them boots look like yeah. shit. Because once I once I got out of boot camp, yeah, we had to shine our shit and we had to look good. We, once you get out on the boat in the Coast Guard, yes, they want your uniform to look good. And if you have time to shine your boots, and it doesn't have to be perfect, they just want to see that you're taking care of your Tried. shit. But if if we're going through and we're chasing drug runners and we're out in the middle of the ocean and we're having to fucking scrub decks and shit while we're out there, they don't give a fuck about your boots. But once we get back and we're in port, right? All right hey, fix your shit up, make it look nice. Let's go. Right. See, I, well, I think the trick then is you just have two pair of Two pairs of boots. Exactly. That's it. And, and that's what you, you do. Got your, you got your, you got your yeah. like, show me now boots, and then you got yeah. your, like, my work boots, man. Yeah. So don't worry about it. You got formation boots, formation uniform, garrison uniforms, and then you had your deployed uniforms. You had yep. your deployed boots. See, you, know? you, you talked about some of the, uh, you know, the formation stuff. Dude, I, I remember being on bases overseas and, um, you know, guys carrying guns. And so you're, you're everywhere, obviously, when you're on a base over overseas. Everywhere you go, you're carrying you carry a weapon with you. Really? So you carry your you you either and and so and depending on where you're at is is different. Now these are the big bases, right? So like when we were at our fob, when we were at our own base, that was different. Mm-hmm. Like if I left my if I was on my own, like I could walk to the bathroom, I could go to the bathroom or go here and not have to carry a gun. Like our guns were. Now when you say our, overseas, where are you talking? Uh, I like well for me, Iraq and Afghanistan. Okay, see, I, I never went there. So now when we were out at our fob. Mm-hmm. Our, our our smaller spot right. in Afghanistan, we didn't have to do that as often. Now it it was always good to have it near. Right, you're in a different situation. In case something happened, you had but it, you know you had it you know you want to have it near. But when we hit the big bases, like if you ever went to like Leatherneck or Al Assad or right. TQ or any of the big bases, even Ramadi. When I was in when I got to Ramadi, which you know now you're talking about joint services, mm-hmm. multi units at, at right. these bases, you carried your weapon everywhere. Right, and if you you got the benefit if you carried if you had the pistol and you could carry the pistol and that's all you had to carry. Sure. If you only had your your A4, your M4, whatever it is, then you had to tote that damn thing around. Right. But that thing, you know, you keep it strapped on it, dude. I mean, you're talking about black marks, you know, just from sure. black marks, holes that these things rip in the back of the camis all the time. Yeah, and but it, you're talking about a time when y'all got to carry the M4. When I first went in, we still had the M16. Yeah. When I went to Bosnia, it's we still carried the M16. And I was a sixty gunner, dude. I dude, I carried an M. Uh, I'm sorry, I carried an A4 with a two hundred three, and yeah. and like and all this stupid shit on it. I would have paid good money to carry an M16 oh, at man. that point because yeah. I was like, dude, this. I think like I think that gun loaded down with everything I had on it. Dude, I think it was like fifteen pounds, dude. Yeah, see, I mean, <laughs> like, I carried it. It was insane, and that wasn't and that wasn't a single bit of ammo in it. Like, no, that was a stupid. You know, you oh, had your ACOG on there, the 203 on there, had a PEC 15 on there, had See, something all, else. Like, dude, we didn't just have all that stupid shit. shit, dude. They had <laughs> iron sights. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, that was back in the day. We're talking back in the day when, you know, we were still shooting iron sights. We didn't get ACOGs. Well, that's up until my last, uh, my, I think it was my last year in, when we did rifle range, our rifle range was iron sights the entire time. So right. we shot 100 yards, 200 yards, 500 yards. Oh, so we did three. All of it, all of it off iron sights, and then and then at at all the locations, 
you had different sites. So at the hundred yard range, if I'm not mis, God, it's been so long. I think at a hundred yards you had to do uh, sit, sit, kneel, and stand. And I believe at the two hundred, two or three hundred yard, I, I might have this. It might be, it might have been three hundred yards, but either two or three hundred yards, you had to do. I think it was sitting, sitting and kneeling, or maybe just sitting. And then at at, at freaking five hundred, it was prone. You were, yeah, you know, so we did when I was in. You did so when you went to the range. It was broke up into half, so you had half from a foxhole and half prone that you shot, and they were pop up targets. Yeah, I want to say there was like. 50, 75, 100, 150. It went up to 300. It may not have been all those. But anyways, it went anywhere from like 50 to 300. But they were all pop-up targets. And you had to do it in both positions. Yeah. Uh, so it was, like I said, the, the range was interesting, man, because you learned, I mean, you shot, you shooting silhouette, silhouette targets from 500 yards kind of dope. Oh, yeah. I mean, you're actually tagging a person, well, a target that right. is at the shape of, of a person yeah. at, that, at that distance from 500 school. But we did it with iron sights. But yeah. then whenever you, you carried your weapon, it was with an ACOG on it. Yeah, we never had that. And so they didn't. So they finally started implementing, like, like I, think, I think they called it, like, CQB, tra- CQB ranges. And, so, and the, where you start doing ranges with your ACOGs and, like, your quick fires and stuff like that. So stuff at 25 yards, 100 yards, stuff like, like quick stuff, like, using that. So I always and – then, and then I didn't shoot it, but I think our the last year that I was in is when they moved – they switched our rifle range to – you sh- you you shot the range with the ACOG now, so really? the whole range the the 100, 200, 500, or 100, 300, whatever the the distance was, you shot the whole thing with the ACOG. Yeah, which was that's a game changer. I got, I got a question for you, Marty. Yeah, how far do you think that wall is over there? That wall from here, uh, that's probably that's probably twenty five yards. Yeah, that's about the, the distance of the Coast Guard range right there. Yeah, that's a, that's I think I think that's our I think <laughs> that's like, our pistol range. <laughs> y'all over here, y'all over here talking about three, four hundred, five hundred yards. I'm going. Fuck, we shot about to that wall over there. That's about God it. God Almighty. That's <laughs> about that's probably that's listen. probably twenty twenty five yards. Listen, that's that's, hey. that's the the I think that's maybe, the pistol range. Maybe some of us had to take it easy out here. Okay, there's too say, much work to join the other services. Understood, man. Hey, no doubt. Hey, I had so, a friend so, that washed out a Coast Guard. Uh, uh, basic. I, I went in on fucking buddy program. My buddy got kicked out for popping positive. Mm. But basic. I mean, let's be honest. Basic is their goals: tear you down, build you up as a team. Yeah, apparently I get all not that. in the Coast Guard. Oh, no, no, they did. I mean, they there's shit. We got our ass beat sometimes, but uh, we we probably had uh, when when I was there it was Uniform One Six Seven was our, our company name. We were probably the worst company. <laughs> the, you get you, you know you carry your little your little guide on your guide on right and you get all the little flags <laughs> commandant flags all other bullshit we had two there's we, all the other companies around there walking around about 15 of them fuckers on we walking around with two because we just couldn't get our shit together we literally carried our guide on was a stick yep <laughs> we lost the guide arm pole oh, not shit. a flag we carried a stick that's how <laughs> fucked up we were we beautified fort jackson on a sunday we had a black kid from Tennessee, and then we had about four black people out of uh, the Bronx, New York. Mm-hmm. And he came in there, and our uh, assistant drill was black. Drill starting groves. This mother, I mean, was huge. He literally had his BDUs to roll them up. He had it cut out and sewn in. That's how big his arms were. And he walked in, the kid from Tennessee yelled out, I mean, just the N-word. I hate all y'all. Here we go. We literally flipped rocks from white to gray, white to gray, all day long at Fort Jackson. Mm. So <laughs> I want to hear y'all got tore down in the Coast Guard. 
Listen, this is what we had to do. Uh, all it takes That's, is one, you know? It does, yeah. you know. We had we had 72 people in our company. Yeah. All right, guys and girls. Guys and, and girls. Yep. Ah. We, yep. So they make us fill our seat bags up with sand, hold them on a, uh, put them on our back, right? And then we had this huge log. And I said, you got to roll it from here to the fucking water. And we had probably about half the company thought we were going to roll a fucking log through sand. I was like, are y'all fucking dumb? Like, y'all realize what they're... I just, uh, at some point, like, you they just gotta start going. I just fucking jump off. I'm like, Let's start over. Start over. We haven't even fucking moved this bitch. I was like, what do you mean start over? I was like, can we start in the street? So we can fucking at least roll it together once. Get a, get a little speed. <laughs> a little momentum behind that thing, no, man. These motherfuckers like, come on, we got this. I'm like... <laughs> Fuckers, y'all, y'all really are fucking dumb, aren't y'all? We, we are in the damn sand. You're not moving this bitch standing on it. You ain't yeah. gonna do it. So, but, so you you've told me a couple funny stories. How many times were you uh, Article Fifteen? There's a rumor about four. <laughs> so, so, so for the people, tell them what uh, an Article Fifteen is. They took a lot of my money and put me in the barracks and strapped me down pretty much. Yep, <laughs> yep. I got locked down. Yep. Yeah, that was bad. So how how did you? Is it a short story you can share? Uh, a couple of them, yeah. <laughs> like I went it. to, I was going to be, I was at a tenth group, special forces. So I was attached to them for communications. We were, I ran communications. Well, I was going to be like, I'm going to be airborne. Now look, I'm scared death the heights. I I stay next to that wall, I'll get vertigo, but I'm gonna go to jump school. Well, me and my wife at the time had split up, and she was living in Alabama. She was like two and a half hours away. So I flunk out of jump school because I'm not jumping. I am no, because I'm scared to death. So I flunk out. So I go to the wife's house and I stay there for about three days. And then I got a call. They're like, uh, we just found out you got flunked out two days ago. What are you doing? Uh, waiting on the plane. <laughs> what plane are you waiting on? The one to come back? Because I was at Carson. So they gave me an Article 15 for that, and I'm like, fuck it. I'm already getting in trouble. I'm going to stay for a couple more weeks, a couple more days. <laughs> I was gone for like a week and a half. So that's when uh, I went from E4, the, the last one, that's the last one, went from E4 to E2, and I got out a year and a half later as an E4. I made E4 four times. <laughs> yeah. There was a lot of drinking. There might have been some fighting involved. There, I was in Germany for four years. We did a lot of drinking. And smoked a lot of weed. Happens. It did a lot. Yeah, a lot. Well, shit. More yeah. after than more often than people tell. Well, I know oh, back shit. in the day when you were in there, it wasn't such a big deal. It was. <laughs> you know what? Me and Bill Murray made it through Germany together. We're good. Yeah, they were handing they were handing those stogies out overseas, weren't they? Yeah, it's no. got a little something. And I don't know. You just you let us know. Shit. We had a lot of good times in Germany. Germany was really good. Bad for the rank and the pay, but really good times. Got some stories out of there? Oh, yeah. First night in country. Ended up in trouble. So you don't want to go into Germany. So if you've ever been to Germany and the little pubs downtown, so I'm down there and I'm talking to a girl. And we're like, I don't know, two foot away. And we're having a good time. And I'm like, steadily, we going back to the barracks. We going to handle some business. So the German walks between us. Well, this is back when the Turks were real bad, Turkish. He walks behind and throws a shoulder into me. One thing you don't ever want to tell them, don't fuck with me, crowd. I'll take your country away from you again. I got my ass whooped. I mean, bad. Like, I don't even know how I made it to the barracks. 
But I got ended up in the barracks in my underwear. Hell, hey, at least it. you had those. That's Did you have all your name I, on them. Nope. Last for your social. Nope. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. So what'd you tell them again? Don't fuck with me, Kraut. We'll take your country away from you again. <laughs> you don't want to do that. Nope. No. Yeah, I could see that uh, <clears throat> firing some of them up. Yeah, I, I just remember getting hit in the back of the head a lot. <laughs> What's, fist, feet. I had something. Yep. We had a uh, we we went to Panama City, Panama, and uh, when you pull into the port there, so we we went through the Panama Canal. We pull up to the dock, and they have this huge fucking flag. You know the flag that flies over there at the dealership off of Five Seventy Five. Yeah, yep. about that size. Yeah. And this fucker on our boat says, "I'm gonna get that flag." Oh shit! And That'd he, be some shit we'd do. He walked over there, took his fucking knife out, flag just straight down. He's over there trying to fucking roll this bitch up real quick, and all of a sudden. Oh fuck! Here come all the people. Yeah, he's got a he got. I mean, he his battles. Why? I mean, he's a ginger. Yeah, in Panama City, Panama, you just don't belong here. <laughs> Clearly, from that Coast Guard boat that was parked right there. Oh boy, it was a fucking fight to the end. Oh yeah, they got their flag back, and we fucking all knew that they were ready to get it back. Yeah, because uh, <laughs> at you some know, point you gotta you protect, just gotta, you gotta protect your boys. Yeah, right. And so they going in, you going in with them. But oh fuck, we got our ass whooped. When he got oh, back got on the good. boat, though, he called a hand or two. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. What the fuck were you thinking? Fuck, I was drunk. Yeah. We, we went to Oktoberfest in Munich. Flag. And uh, in where? Munich. Mm. And uh, if you drank in Munich at the Oktoberfest, it's a whole different Oktoberfest. We were drinking. You know, the thing was, is can you get more than ten liters of beer down? So we had one guy that tried to jump a fence. His wedding ring got caught and ripped all the skin off mm. all the way down his finger. I've Didn't even that. feel it. I've done that. Oh. Still got the scars right there. With oh, my wedding God. band, it was a uh, it's actually a, a ring my dad gave me. I did it in high school jumping oh, a fence. Shit. And I just like I was holding the top, got yep. climbed. It was a it was a fucking ten foot fence. Yeah. Climbed the top, I was holding the pole. Jumped off because it had it had the damn the, the prongs the, the, the well the, yeah. it was like the metal it was like a, a true gated fence so like oh shit so like had the spikes at the top oh damn so I got my foot in between two or I got my feet in between two of the spikes on on that top bar so when I jump I'm trying to make sure that I clear my feet so right. I don't impale myself and I'm holding this thing well I jump out and I push off and when I fall down ring catches oh. right on the edge pulls it right off dude I mean I'm talking about like that yeah. one's that one was pretty gnarly. That one right there wasn't. I mean, it's pretty. It was oh. solid too. But that one right there was was completely just ripped and pulled up. Oh. Popped that. Like, mm. I mean, and and I you know went to had to go to the damn doctor for it and shit. Um, oh yeah. And he was like, "Look, dude. He's like, you're lucky. Hmm. He's like that. He's like, this happens more often than you would imagine. He's like, and the fingers follow the ring. So yeah. I was like, oh okay. There's a when you work on helicopters, you can't. You're not supposed to have rings on. Yeah. And there's a guy, I was on 60, but there's a guy working on the 65 of the Dolphins, and they were working on the blades and, and trying to put a new blade on. He had his finger down in where you put the bolt for the blade. They went to go spin it. His wedding ring got caught and literally finger completely off. I was like, oh, fuck, that's gone. Yeah. I see you. That ain't going to come back. But, yeah. It's, yeah, that ain't it, man. Yep. That was a good time. So. Yeah, that ain't it. Mm. That can't wear him. Mike, what else, what else happened over there in Germany, man? A lot of drinking. Um, Sounds like that's a story of a lifetime over there, drinking. Yeah, I did. <laughs> so when my wife came over, we got married. We did a lot of partying and drinking. What's what, Aaron? No, one before, before that, the first one. 
That's yeah. about it. I mean, we just had we had a good time. I was in a good unit. Everybody got along. You ever bang any broads that you wish you didn't bang while you were in? Ooh. <laughs> How about a friend? I had a lot of friends that did that. <laughs> you had any friends that did yeah, that? Yeah, I had a lot of friends that did stuff like that. Me, personally, I never did because I was engaged. Understood. Right. But I had a lot of friends that did stuff like that. That would, I mean, and you'd come home and they'd just be some hairy chick over there. And you're like, ooh, that's not good. You know, you're in the barracks, everybody. And then everybody sees it. Everybody sees the one coming out of the room. They never see the beautiful one that goes in. Yeah. It's always, yeah, there's a lot of that. I personally, again, being a good Christian feller, I was home early. <laughs> but uh, Tucked in bed. Always. Talking to your wife on the phone. Yeah, always. Yep. But I've got some friends that won the big, you know, the big underwear party and, you know, that, that banged some big, Save ugly, hairy girls. Mm. Um, do not me. No. Uh, uh, I'm a good Christian. I was a virgin until I met my second wife. Sounds accurate. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, what year did you go into boot camp? 94. Yeah, 94. Okay. Hey, Marty, how old were you in 94? Look here, fuckers. Nine. I was 10, so hey. That's a nine, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, any any fun stories from boot camp? I mean, how many times did y'all get your ass beat in boot camp? All the time. All the time. Pugil sticks. Oh got my, my ass handed to me about Pugil sticks. So oh, he's got a great story about Pugil sticks we talked about last time. So, I was the fuck up because I was always fat body. So, I don't run fast. I don't run far. I don't do big PT shit. So, I was always the example. And Pugil sticks, Drill Sergeant Groves, big bastard. He's showing it, and this is how you do it. Bam! Right upside the head. <laughs> I like about two more of those, and this is not going to be fun no more. <laughs> about the third one, he hit me, and I turned around, and I just grabbed the end of it and swung it as hard as I could and hit him. And again, six drill sergeants whooped my ass. Yep. And they're like, oh, I'm you're a funny that. guy. you used to the ass yeah. whooping, huh? Oh, yeah, I got a lot of ass whoopings. Yeah. I had a lot in – I did a lot of extra PT. I was a lot like um, – what was the guy off Full Metal Jacket? They're running around the formation holding the rifle up. Yep, that was me. I was that guy. <laughs> that was me. Yeah, that was me. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I told this story, and maybe I didn't. I, you know, we're, we're getting to the point where I don't know what the fuck I've said on here. But, dude, our first day of getting drilling. So, when we were in boot camp, depending on when you got there, some people were there for a day, some people were there four or five days until you until you got your your actual like you got your platoon, you got set in your platoon. Got everything, you know, got everything rolled, and then you got your drill instructors, your actual drill instructors. And until then, you had um, some kind of like holdovers that kind of, you know, just kind of helped you out. And all they really, I mean, they they messed with you a little bit, but not a ton. Right. What they really were trying to, they like quickly were trying to teach people how to march. Right. Like quick stuff. They're like, hey, you know, when we, when we start off, you step with your left foot, you do this, da, da, this, is how, this is how you halt, this is how you, you know, what, giving you the, the general commands for march. Right. And then, and just some of your other stuff, and kind of like just some of the simple things to get you ready, like a reception area. Uh, yeah, and and like I said, you might be there a day, you could be there three, four days, depending on when you got there. But so we got there, and I, I think I had two or I had three days with this guy with uh, with our drill instructors, and then we finally got our our actual like our true drill instructors. And that day, man, it was crazy because you're standing there, and it's a ceremony. Your your company, like the company CEO, comes out. They're doing like a whole presentation. They're presenting the drill instructors, da, 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 like this oh, and that. Yeah, like, know, hey, yeah. see the drill instructor, you take over the platoon. Yep, they take them over, whatever it is. I said, all right, just, you know, whatever, dismiss, they leave. 
And as soon as all the damn officers, everybody that mm-hmm. supposedly, as they say in boot camp, the ones that care about you, right? the officers, and they care about making sure you ain't getting your face beat in. About as it. soon as they walked out, hell. Just, I mean, shit flipped going, yeah. you're just screaming. It's just like you're running. And so, like, at some point, we were online, and I would never, like, my my heavy, who was our second in charge, our heavy was, um, God, oh my God, Stas, was it Harris? I think Stas Sergeant Harris, dude. Look, he, I swear he looked just like Jim Carrey and me, myself, and Irene. Oh, a little shit. bit smaller head, like, compressed, but, like, looked just like him. And, um, He's out there screaming at us. We're standing online, like on 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 our on our in our barracks. We're all standing online, and you're facing each other, and you know, drilling one of the one of the kill hats would randomly just grab somebody, take them to the back, start like just PTing them and whatnot. Well, one of the kids is back there, and he's getting PT, and there's they got him holding a footlocker, and they're screaming like banging on it, like hold it. Ah! You just hear him screaming while you're getting yelled at over here, getting on your face, and all of a sudden, our heavy's yelling. He's like, "You're gonna!" And all of a sudden, he just snaps his head right and looks. And he just takes off running. And it's the most hysterical but oh, fucked shit. up run at the same time. Like, I mean, just full arms and legs chugging. Mm. And you're like, the fuck is going on? And you're like creeping down because you're not trying to get in trouble. You creep down. And he jumps and just punches this kid in the side of the fucking head, knocks him into the wall, smacks his head. And they get on top of him. They start, I mean, they start fucking this kid up. Oh, shit. And you're we like, the fuck? The kid, we find out later. The kid was getting PT'd over there. Well, the drill instructor was getting up. The dude bucked up and, like, went to throw a punch at the oh, drill instructor. Yeah, and and the heavy just happened to see oh, it yeah, like, when he ass. did it. And so, like, that's what smacked his head into the wall. Oh, yeah. So this dude was there with, with our full, our, our actual drill instructors for about seven hours. Just getting beat to fuck Well, no, no, no. I mean, we, we, we probably had our drill instructors for about seven hours when this happened. He was on suicide watch that night and the next night, and then he's gone. Never, really? Never saw him again. Mm. Yep. And what sucks is that it's funny how this just randomly happens in boot camp. So you have to stand fire watch every night. Oh, God, it sucked. So every night there's a fire watch and everybody's on the roster or or you rotate. Depending on how many people you got, then maybe you get a day off. Yeah. So when you have a day off, it's important. We didn't know this first night, but it was, you know, you kind of figured it out. Well, when you stand fire watch, well, fire watch has three people on it. You got your front, your back, and your rover. Well, those people are on their own roster. Well, when you get somebody on suicide watch, there are two people that have to watch him or watch that person oh, shit. every hour as well. Oh. So that's an additional two people on top. Firewatch doesn't watch the suicide watch. Oh. And you stand there on suicide watch, and you stand at this dude's bed, front and back, or top and bottom, and you just watch this dude while he sleeps to make sure that he doesn't kill himself. Oh, God. Well, it it quickly like even with us on on day one of having drilling instructors, we were all like, "Nah, motherfucker, yeah, you ain't sleeping. No, if I'm up, yeah, you're up, yeah." So for two days, this dude didn't fucking sleep either because every person that got on fire watch, yeah, and it's and it's funny, man. Like you just kind of know this because you can't now when when middle of the night fire watch nobody you can't talk. No, the only person that talks is the front whenever somebody enters enters the barracks and they're supposed to report to the drill instructor right. or whoever comes on deck that's you report to him so you can't report this dude's asleep and and i mean it was like clockwork as soon as this dude would close his eyes and you see him like settle into rest you just kick the rack yeah can't say shit no. so you just kick that rack and you know he wakes up two fucking straight days dude yeah he's on on suicide watch and right. and you know so yep so like i said he uh he hit he hit that 
How many times you jump up in the middle of the night and go to attention, yell attention? More so in the beginning. Yeah. Not 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 anymore. The crazy part with and I don't know if everybody did this when we when we went to bed, you know, and they obviously everything's by the numbers in, in boot camp, so they tell you when to go to mm-hmm. bed. When we went to bed, you had to get in your rack and you had to lay at the position of attention for 10 minutes before you ever got released. So, like, you're in your bed, and you're at the position of attention. Yeah. Laying there. And then at, like, 10 minutes after, somebody would yell, rest, and then you could get comfortable right. however you wanted. Dude, at that the majority point, of boot camp, bro, like, you're so fucking exhausted. Yep. As soon as done. I hit that position of attention, out. Like, I'm out. Yeah. I'm not waking up. And... I, like, this is my thing, is that, like, you know, the barracks, you know, fortunately, I'll say this, they they kept the, the barracks fairly comfortable. So they weren't hot, they weren't cold. Like, they, they depending on the time of year, like, you know, if it was cold outside, like, they bumped the heat up a little bit. So, like, they were com- – dude, I never got un- – I don't ever, like, I don't really remember ever getting under blankets because I had to make my bed first thing in the morning. Yeah. So as soon as you get up, you're making bed – you're, you're oh, making yeah. your rack by the number. So oh, if yeah. you fucked up your rack, you and your bunkmate mm-hmm. are making your bed. Oh yeah, you know, and you're doing it by the numbers, and so it's like, I like, I, no, dude, I just slept on top of that shit. Yeah, so, so I kept my, I kept, that. I kept that bed as as tight as I could while I yeah. slept. So then all you had to do when you woke up was just tighten it, mm-hmm. a quick little tuck in and tighten it and let it let it roll. We tried that, and then drill came in about three days into it. Oh, y'all want to be smart? Y'all don't want to sleep under the blankets? Come just start ripping everybody's shit off. You're making bl- you're making beds. Oh, they'd fuck with them. Oh, I mean, yeah. they, you, you wouldn't they. You wouldn't get it every day. Yeah. At least individually, somebody would. Yeah. They would, I mean, they would fuck up racks that were decent like every day. And then, get, like, so you were making them at some point. Yeah. But, like, your your odds were better to not do it. Oh, not us. <laughs> yeah, they were better to not do it. The, the, this doesn't even sound that cr- The craziest thing they'd make, like, the simple crazy thing they'd make you do is what they call crush the house. And that's where you take every rack and you move it from where it's at. And you take it and you push them all down to one end uh-huh. of the barracks, and you open up all that space. And maybe you're cleaning it. Maybe there's crushing them to crush them, but you crush it. Now, your 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 bunk beds mm-hmm. are obviously attached. Your uh, our our ilby, which is our like our hiking bag, right. our hiking backpack, and then both sea bags are all attached to your racks. Oh shit. So when you crush these things, you can take them off, but now you risk yeah. losing them. So you try to leave all that shit on, and you're, like, humping these things down. So you generally need to get three people on the back, two on the front, and, like, crush them down. But you're doing it under that time, you know. Yeah. You got two minutes to do it. Shit. 120, 119, you know. Like, you're yeah. like, God damn, dude. Seriously, dude. Like, you know, and, of course, you'll never make it because they don't want you to make it. No, they don't. You know, and, no. and they're in the right time. Like, you probably did it in, like, a minute and a half, and they're like, nah, you didn't make it. Yeah. Like, of course. Um like so, that's and then you, what? And then what do you do? We got it. Put it got, all you back. Got, put got you yeah. fix the house. That's it. So you put it back. Now we're gonna crush the house again. Yeah. And, you know, and it's dude. So they, that one, that one fucking sucked, dude. Like so, just just moving fucking beds completely loaded, man. We went to boot. When we went to boot, we had so you issued two pairs of boots, and they would put dots like on one set. You'd have white dots on the back of it because you had to rotate your boots every day. Yeah. So that you could break them both in. Well. Our boot, our drills didn't do that. You went in there, they issued your boots, you came out, and you stood in five-gallon buckets of water for five minutes, soaked them up, and then you walked in bitches dry, and you broke them in. And then the next day, you wore the other pair of boots, and your feet were just hail. Yep. 
But come in, everybody's boots were under their bunk, and they had to be just right. You'd go put on boots, and you'd have your boot, and they'd come and fuck with them. They'd rotate them around. And then you'd be, like, searching for your fucking boots, you know. <laughs> so what we started doing is putting our initials on the insides of them. And when they found that out, it went to hell. All the boots went in one big-ass fucking pile. Find your boots. <laughs> you got, like, two minutes. Get your boots. You know, you got 80 people, you know, 160 pair of boots in there, and you're trying to find them. Yeah, that's – um. didn't do it with boots, but, you know, with the foot lockers. You had locks on it, and if you ever left the locks unlocked, oh, you're fucked. You went to you went to yep. you went to Chow, and all of a sudden you'd come back, yep. and it was just dumped in the middle. And they're like, I, so we, you know, I think I'd, I'd said this in one of the earlier stories. Like, there was, dude, I think for like a month, month and a half, man, I hadn't half half my like letter writing year and underwear because it was in somebody yeah. else's footlocker, dude. But you're like, fuck it, fuck, dude. Like, what yeah. am I gonna do, man? Like at this point, like, keep them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, like, yeah you run it like we had lockers. We actually had lockers. And if you fucked up and left that shit unlocked, shit was every fucking where. Yep. Or you'd come in and the lockers would be laid on the fucking ground and shit. Well, see, and that was the thing with the fleet, man, that was nice, is that when we did, when they'd do room inspections in the fleet, if you had shit locked, they wouldn't open it. Mm-hmm. For the most part. Now, they they would. I, I don't right. want to say they wouldn't. But most of your general, like, room inspections and shit like that, like, if you had, if you had your secretary locked, you had your wall locker locked, they didn't fuck with it. Oh, yeah, not us. If it was unlocked, they would. Now, if they wanted to be dicks, they occasionally would. And so, you know, I, for me, for the most part, I kept, all my shit was fairly. Like, I mean, it's not like perfect, but I kept, it was it was yeah. fairly contained. You know, right? Stuff stacked in there, stuff hanging, whatever. Like, so it, it wasn't that big of a deal. But some people, man, on like field days, just throw all their shit in a locker. Oh God, no, can't do that. And if they happen to get their shit open and shit was just falling out, oh. Fuck, dude! Like, I mean, we got dude, we got serious with ours. I mean, it, it got to the point where, especially in in the fleet, dude, because you didn't want to get like you you tried to minimize getting fucked with. So you're we lived in this tiny ass our our barracks room. We had three guys to a room. It wasn't our our general living wasn't as big as this room right here. Okay. It was probably you put a wall probably right here. That's about how how big it was. And you had one bunk bed, one single bed. You had three secretaries down a little bitty hallway. There was your three wall lockers. The sink was at the end, and then a bathroom and shitter, hmm. a shower and a shitter on, on like a little door right there. We had we had older older barracks, um, and and then they had this giant rug that they they put in all of them. And after my first deployment, man, we came back and I was just like, dude, fuck that rug because all it, all it does is collect dust. Yep. And then when we got to do field days, we got to clean. I was like, dude, we can clean. So I was like, fuck that rug. And they didn't necessarily care about it because, like, all that had to be in your room was what was in your room when they issued your room. So when you got your issue for your room, if they didn't mark the rug, and half, you know, the military, yeah. people, half people don't do the damn job anyway. Yeah. Dude. That rug wasn't marked. Boy, we snatched that shit out, dude, got rid of it and fucking and, and, and made that. Or what other people would do, the opposite, is they taped it. Yeah, they picked, they took that rug and they duct taped the rug to the floor so no dust could get underneath it. Right. And the drill, if they wanted to, or not drill, but if, if whoever was checking the rooms wanted to come check it out, they could lift up the tape and see. And, and they're gonna. I mean, obviously, if it's taped, it's not gonna be shit under there anyway. Right. 
they could look and see and like, all right, whatever, and then like you know put it back down. But half the time, if it was taped down, they didn't mess with it anyway because right. they knew that it was like they weren't in the fleet. They weren't always trying to mess with you. Right. Some every every now and then they were because they were mad about something. So you were, they just didn't want you to go on your leave or ninety six or whatever the hell it was going to be. But if 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 they wanted to like make your life hell, they would. But usually it was like, dude, is your shit clean? Is it good? It's checking boxes. And you couldn't. The crazy part about this was blew my fucking mind. On room inspection, I think if I'm not mistaken, on room inspection, I didn't matter if you were 21 or 21 or not, you could not have alcohol in your room. Really? You could drink in your room all day long. Right. I believe on room inspection, you were not allowed to have alcohol in your room. Really? And if and and if you were in a room, two two 22 year olds and a 19 year old couldn't have alcohol in there. Really? They, it's just stupid little right, shits like I'm that. Sorry, dude. you gotta go. Yeah. No, yeah, See, you I don't know, like, yeah, you, yeah, you wish. You, just didn't, you didn't get an option who your roommates were. You come back, for us, like, you come back off of deployment, and they're like, you know, yeah. Wilson, Smith, Jones. Yeah. Fuck, dude. And they tried to keep you, they usually kept you in your section, so if you were calm, calm, you know, yeah. they tried to co- roommate calm together and supply and whatever. You know, for the most part, now, at some point, you'll probably run over, and you might get one-on-one because of just numbers, right. but they tried to keep people together. But, yeah, it was... There was like weird shit, like with with alcohol, and you could not yeah. like you could do people drink in the barracks all the time, but like, oh, God, if, like yeah. but you couldn't have shit during like rumors. It was it was the weirdest damn thing, man. Yeah. See, we had when I was in Germany, I was in the barracks for about a year and a half before my wife came over, and we literally, I had my own room for the most part of it, all by myself. Um, I had when I first got there, the roommate I had was just nasty. He wouldn't shower. He was just uh, fucking nope. nasty. I. So I complained about it for like six months. So they came around, did a health inspection, health and welfare inspection, surprise inspection. At that point, I was done. I didn't give a fuck. Fuck y'all. You know, I've been bitching about this for months. Nobody did anything. And I'd be goddamned if I'm the one that got popped. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? My shit over here is dusty. This motherfucker doesn't shower. I'm living with somebody doesn't shower, fucking wears the same jacket in the middle of fucking summer. Mm. And you're gonna come at me? That was first Article 15. But uh, <laughs> yeah, that's how that, that you know and, and, that's and how the, it works. Uh, when I was stationed on the boat, it was the only time I lived in the barracks. Other than that, we had off base living. Yeah, and uh, but the barracks that we had about a room this size, but this room was a, two beds, one on each wall, and then about a wall right here with the bathroom. It's shit or shower in there. That's that's all you get. And I had a roommate, but it was one of those times. So I, I was stationed at Key West. That was where I was in the barracks. Oh God, must have been. Hell. It was it was rough. It was real rough. We did fantasy fest. I was, I was gonna bring this this girl back, and uh, and you know I was like, told my roommate, I was like, hey, either watch or get the fuck out. But here we go. Yeah. So I was I was like, you know, rolling those out. You know fantasy. You know what fantasy? Yeah, we, uh, you you talked about it on the episode, oh, yeah. Dude. Mm. They just had it this this past couple of weeks because it was delayed. It's normally during Halloween, but yeah, yeah, I almost got arrested there. <laughs> yeah, that shit's gonna happen, man. Yeah, so that was uh, that was my only stint in the barracks. But the, the barracks only- barracks are interesting, man. Like I've seen some wild shit, dude. We had a um, we had this huge. It's so if hurricanes come through, and I don't know if this is all barracks, and maybe it's just you know because I was at Lejeune and we're we're coastal. Did you drink the water? If hurricane, well, uh, well, no, I didn't. But supposedly it was fine by the time I was there anyway. But um, because I guess being coastal, if hurricanes came through and you were on on bear or on base, 
and in the barracks, if you were going outside, you had to wear a flak and Kevlar. So, because of mm-hmm. winds and rains, so so it's, you know, we're out there, we're out there, oh God, I don't remember, like, it wasn't even like a big hurricane, it was probably more of a tropical storm at this point, it comes through, anyway, big thunderstorm, storm right. comes through, but it it's so lowlands, like, it floods half of the crap up there, man, like, it just, everything gets soaking, and by, like I said, cars aren't, like, washing away flooding, it's just like, right. you got two, three inch standing water pretty much on everything, like, as it comes up from where we are, and our barracks were right pretty much off the water, I mean, we, we you know, the majority of the time when I was in the bear, because every time we deployed and came back, we stayed off A Street. So I was either 150 yards from the water or 300, 400 yards from it. Like I said, it wasn't far. Hmm. So it, it, it would, you know, it would come up. But, dude, one of, the, one of the storms came through, and I'll never forget, like, you know, so we're drinking, hanging out. We can't go anywhere for the most part because it's just everything, even city, like, just towns, like, flooded. So kind of drinking in the barracks hanging out and these fucking lunatics get outside and they're they're half cocked you know decide to play a football game in the middle of this fucking like oh, rainstorm yeah. full flat kevlar and we're on so we're on the second deck man of this of this barracks which is great seats dude drinking yeah. beers it's like being in a little mini football game oh, yeah. man so we're second deck just watching these dudes just absolutely train wreck each other oh god in the quad just soaking wet and you know you get hit and like i mean like i said they're in two three inches of water it's like hitting slide, slide 20 yeah. feet yeah so that was a uh things that just do the dumb shit you get to see or the barrack, shit you did. Barrack, like, do we had barracks brawls dude so like oh yeah i was in one eight and one eight and and, and where one eight was stationed like all eighth Marines are in the area. So one eight was there, two eight was over here, three eight was over here. We were all in the, in the same general area, dude. Getting getting fucking brawls mm-hmm. all the time with uh, with other damn oh yeah battalions just because just just because there's nothing else to do yeah at times. Yep. So they're just fucking brawling on the quads, man. Yep. Shit getting stri- dude. They go over. It got wild, man. Like you have people go over. Like you have people go over to like two eight and just start breaking windows on their barracks to get them in trouble. Yeah, y'all fucked up. That kind of shit. You know what I mean? Like, it, you know, like, or or they do it to us kind of like, it was, dude, it was kind of wild, man. Well, like, like, you go to a joint, like, so we had a, a Phil Prop Gerns or a Grafenvir, and you'd have like the, the Brits come in, you'd have the Irish, all of them come in, and you'd be out in the field, and they're over there, like, the Brits would be over there having a bonfire, drinking and shit, and shit, and you would be probably two, three hundred yards away. You know, and we're in blackout, you know, red flashlights, no lights, this, that, and the other. I'm like, 200 yards away, the motherfuckers have a bonfire screaming and hollering, getting drunk. Yeah. You know, or you'd be out at the bar drinking with them, and somebody's going to say the wrong thing. And it happens with Marines and the Army, everybody. You got a mixture. Somebody's going to get in a fight. I mean, and just clear some shit out. It just, (laughs) I can't tell you how many times we'd be out at a bar. And, like, the Marines would be in town, like Fort Gordon. Fort Gordon was notorious. We'd be out there drinking. You know, you go down there for school or whatever, and you come out drinking. Next thing you know, fucking out there brawling over something stupid. Just yep. because, oh, you're a Marine, I'm Army, oh, fuck it. Like, like, there's no rhyme or reason to it. It just happened to be that way. Well, that's how Jacksonville in general was for us up there in North Carolina at, at Lejeune. <clears throat> is that it? I mean, it's a shithole city. Yeah. With a military base that's that's essentially attached to it, right? And like it's, there's nothing like that. That city is either marine, yeah, marine family, or hate or like the white or, or or like white trash hates the marines, yeah. Like just and so like it was it was never. But 
dude, the at the same time, you had so you had Camp Lejeune in that area. You had Camp Geiger. You had Camp. Um, oh shit, I can't remember the other one. The, but you had you had three or four camps in in this small vicinity, and so the main base was there. Mm-hmm. There was a a the school base, and I can't remember. God, I can't remember what that one was called. But there's a school base that does like it's like supply, and then like some like logistical stuff, and it's that, and like a couple other like MOSs like all go to this thing. And then you got Geiger, which is your MCT and SOI, so your your infantry training as well as. And so what we have to do is that if you're if you're not infantry in the Marine Corps, when you get out of boot camp, you go to MCT, Marine Combat Training. It's it's 21 days or 23 days of training. Whereas SOI is like fifty two or sixty two days, um, but they're on the same base. Well, mm-hmm. if you're if you're going to be a pogue, you only do your your MCT, get out, then you go to schools. Infantry stays there. Well, when you do MCT, MCT's twenty one, twenty whatever the days is, twenty one, right. twenty three. It's straight. It's straight twenty one, like straight through. SOI, School of Infantry. Those guys like are working like essentially Monday through Friday, and they kind of, they get weekends off. Then Monday through Friday, and they run through the well. These these grunt boots be out in town, fucking like just hot dog and, and, oh, yeah. and just thinking there's shit because out there, dude. I mean, the amount of fights we got into with, with oh, some yeah. of these dudes at like in the fleet because they're like, like, oh, I'm an SOI. Yeah. Like, yeah, can, your haircut fucking gives it away, you dickhead. Yeah. Like we can tell. <laughs> yeah. Like you're still rocking that stupid ass high and tight. Like yeah. we know. You know, and now, and it's just going. And so like, dude, the amount of brawls we got into just out in town over that over that kind of just stupid dumb shit. shit. Just dumb, dude. It, it, like. Yeah. Speaking of brawls, did you see the the Marine brawl recently? No. So there is a probably about I don't know y'all hang out in fucking groups of huge fucking groups. The one in like, Texas. Yeah. Yeah. So this dude's talking to this girl, and this Sylvie comes over. He's like, "Hey, bitch, that's my girl." That was a punch at a Marine in full dress uniform. So they, all these fuckers decided, "Hey, we're gonna go out in full dress." This was Marine ball. The week okay. when they had that the Marine ball. Sense. Okay, yeah. that made more sense. So they're all out there, right? And they're all at this bar, and this dude's trying to pick up this chick, and I guess her her man or or some other dude wants the same girl. Throws a fucking punch at one marine. Yeah, all these motherfuckers, I'm, all, all twenty of these marines just look like a fucking horde coming at them, and just surround everybody. And it is a fucking ass whooping for the ages, and they are just slinging for the fences. Everything said and done, you got about fifteen people laying on the ground unconscious. None of them marines. Yeah, <laughs> all the marines are sitting back there going. Cop show up, they're all like, I don't know what happened. Fuck, he threw the first punch. Yeah. <laughs> but these motherfuckers laid an the, ass hey, the, I will say this, dude. The one thing, the Marine Corps birthday is wild. Yeah. And it is more, I, I think it is more wild when you get out than it is when you're in. Oh, I bet. Uh, now, that being said, I think I went to two when I was in, and mainly because of the deployments overlapped. Um and like it's a good time. Like you get shit faced. Like you're 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 fucked up and like you have a good time. Oh yeah. Like it's a good time, but it's it, majority of the time, like when you do the Marine Corps balls, like they're with your your battalion. Right. So it's your whole battalion. Like it's not the whole Marine Corps. Like usually they kind of split them up in different areas and stuff like that. So it's a <coughs> excuse me, it's a good time. But outside of it, you know, I think with anything, like people like people have more time. Like people hate the Marine Corps when they're in the Marine Corps. And as soon as right. they get out of the Marine Corps, like all they recognize is like I was a Marine. Yeah. So they love all the shit Marine Corps following it. Oh yeah, I get it. Like there, 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 there's a little something to, and there is like you know, and, and oh. with all service, there's something to it. But yeah, it's um, 
like these dudes, I, I went this past year to, or a couple weeks, you know, I guess a month ago now to, um, over here to Simplify Bar and Grill, who is at now, you know, now changing to, to Rally Point, but they held the Marine Corps ball and it was great. I mean, yeah. you probably had four, at when I went at night, there's probably 400 people out there. Oh, probably, yeah. probably 250, 300 of them or more were Marines. Oh, yeah. Now you had some Navy guys, some Army guys, some Air Force dudes, like all kind of come just hanging out Coast drinking. Guard guys. Probably a couple of those. No, they didn't have any of those. A couple of those Nancys floating around. Yeah. Um, <laughs> trying to pick up everybody's watch. Yeah, yeah, hey. exactly. They, 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 probably, said, they probably already knew us. They said they were there to shine shoes, so I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, but, it, dude, it was a good time. But at the same time, like, I'm talking to some random dude that I don't know. Yeah. You know, this Marine, he's, and all of a sudden he's like, you know, we're bull, you know, just bullshitting. And all of a sudden he goes, hey, dude, you got my back? I said, what the fuck are you talking about, dude? Yeah. Like, I'm chilling, having a good time. Like, what do you mean? Do I, I don't know you. Like, yeah. what? Are, he's like, hey, you got my back? You got, hey, hang on a second. You got my back? Wait, watch this. And I was like, the fuck? And he walks over, and he takes, like, two or three steps forward, and he looks at this dude and just stares at him, and he just sticks his hand out to shake his hand. And the dude looks at him and, like, shakes his hand. We kind of nod at each other, and he backs up and, like, walks back to me. He's like, yeah, that's my old roommate. He's like, I had to kick his ass out. He's like, I didn't know how that'd go down. I was like, <laughs> the fuck, dude? Like, you know, like, that, it's so stupid. I was like, what? Like, yeah. I don't know you. Like, if yeah. that dude would have beat your ass, like, I might have pulled him off of you. I was like, I'm not fight. I don't know. Like, it, it, ain't, it don't work. Like, yeah. It don't, it don't it, just it, straight. Now, it don't now if it had been way. some random people rolling in there, oh, like, trying to, like, that's a whole other story. But, oh, like, yeah. you trying to fight another dude that's another Marine that was your buddy, and y'all had yeah. like, no, dude, fuck Thing out is, it, it don't work that way unless you're all dressed up. You all dressed up, it works that way. Well, that's a whole other. Well, look, but that was an outsider. Yeah, that's a different. That was an oh, outside. I, I agree with that. This was but this say, was this was like this is you, blue on blue or whatever. Say, you, say call you dressed up, and your buddy's dressed up, and your buddy goes to try to jump in some shit. You jumping in with that? Is it my if it's my actual buddy? Yeah. Yeah. You jumping in with it? Yeah. Even though he's, I look, just, he's I look, just trying to start shit. I'm not defending every Marine in the world because they want to be a fucking asshole, or <laughs> yes. even if they're not being an Listen, asshole, like I, I was, and, and that's and that's all. But no, like, I'll say one thing about the Marines. Watching that video, I laughed so fucking hard. I was like, every fucking person that's knocked out on that ground right now fucking deserved it, because you fucked with the wrong. You got you're fucking with the military guys and the marine right. guys, and, and, and that's the what? same thing. Like, if something happens, me and him got our backs all day long. Yep. You, Coast Guard. Hey, listen. I mean, like if six of them jump on you, listen. we're pulling two of them. This off. motherfucker <laughs> talks shit. You all don't have to worry about that. I'd, I'd handle my own. All right, I just fucking start shanking people. I'm Dan, you're so, Dan, you're a solid dude. You got you. you you'll take a couple. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm gonna take a couple out. Listen, I know Mike got my back. He ain't gonna oh, yeah. lie. I no. get in a fight with somebody. We all about to jump in. So oh yeah, it don't matter. But that's the thing. Like services, like we'll talk shit, oh, and yeah. we can all go blow for blow and fuck this and fuck that. At the end of the day, let some fucking pogue come in here that ain't never done shit. He got to tote the ass whooping. Yep. You know, we're going to yep. play catch with my hands upside your face. I don't know. That's just how shit happens. You know. <laughs> just dot and eyes out yeah, there. Yeah. Dot it. and eyes. <laughs> well, we're going to jump off in it. Mike, you got any more stories, man? Anything you want to hit us with? Some? Not really. I just had a okay. boring life. Old uh, and yeah, it fat. Sound, it sounds like it. I just been old and fat. I drank a lot. <laughs> I drank a lot and smoked a lot of dope. I don't know. It happens, man. Ate yeah. a lot of cheese. I love. Look, before we roll, I'll say this one thing. So we we're talking about the boots. Yep. My last deployment in Afghanistan. So with the with the damn leather leather suede, whatever the damn those boots are. Yeah, the girl um, boots. Yeah, the, I saw the, ones, on the, the ones you don't have to take care of. Real right. nice, real nice stuff. Yeah, I know. In the Marine Corps, they've got 
on uh, like your Marine issued boots have right. the EGA on the sides of them. So it's got the Eagle Globe and anchor, like the Marine Corps right. emblem, on the sides of them. You, that's the boots you have to wear, and that's what's issued. And, and they came through. Th- there might be a couple others, but there were three brands that came through, like the Marine Corps. It was Bates, Bellevilles, and Danner mm-hmm. were the three that you can get those get right. those boots through. Bates. Well, on that uh, on that deployment, you know, we were going through the winter time. We had a pair of 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 you get a so you got your normal SIF issue that you right. get from the base. And then on deployment, sometimes you get a deployment issue. Right. Uh, well, for that deployment issue, they issued out um, they issued out like winter gear. So we had winter Danners. Well, Danners they had these boots called wrap boots. So it was the Danner boot, but then the toe and the heel had this additional leather patching. Mm-hmm. So the boot was tan, and then you had this almost like tannish gray leather patching that went over the heel heel cup and then went over the, the toe. And um, yeah, nice boot, warm, but like they just weren't great. So like. These I just the military issue boots suck dick. They're just not comfortable. Right. I don't care how much you break them in. Like they're just not a comfortable boot. They don't give a shit. It's lowest bid kind of deal. But did on, y'all have like jungle boots and shit like that? So no, when we, I was we in, had no we had no black boots at all when I was in. So when I when I got in, even with so we had two uniform sets. We had we had our woodland our woodland uh, digis. Right. So we had our green our green digis and we had our our desert digis. Right. But you still wore the same tan boot. And so we got that, and so and, and deployments were always. I probably it, it, because of how I deployed too. I probably in the fleet. I think I wore my fucking greens one year because really? you wear the greens during the winter time. We wore greens during, during your winter. So from September to like February or March or October to March, that's when we wore digis. And then you wear you would wear your deserts during summertime. A little bit, you know, I guess color lighter, whatever. Even on base, like that's how, like I don't know the dates, but it switched. It was like this is your last day in 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 in, really? in greens. We're in deserts tomorrow. Yeah, so and, we got and so like it, it, it flipped like that. But we had summer and winter BDUs. Summer was always lighter than the winters. The problem is the winters held up better after you got them starched. So I wore the same winters always. Didn't give a fuck. I mean, my thing is, is you're going to sweat. Yeah, it's hot. You know. Mm-hmm. We're not office jockeys, so we're either in the motor pool, PMCS, in the damn vehicle we've done 1,900 times that hadn't moved since September, or you're out walking here, you're training here, you're doing this, whatever it is, you're going to sweat. So I wore the same uniforms. That's all I bought, you know, were winter uniforms because you could press them and they would hold longer. You know, so we didn't have all this different colored Now, they made us, and you know, but so they made us cuff they made us cuff in in the summertime. Right. In the wintertime, you got to go long sleeve. Right. In summer, you had to cuff. Yep. Um, if I'm not mistaken, when I got out, or maybe a year or two after I got out, they changed that whole order where I think they didn't even have to cuff anymore. I think they go long sleeve through summer, too, if they wanted. Yeah, but everything's changed so much. It's now. crazy. At that. But all, all that to get back to say, sorry, just on those boots. So I got those Danners issued, right. and I was like, dude, I don't want to wear these. So I'd gone out in town, dude, and I found a, a pair of SWAT boots, tan-colored, like, met our colors, put them on. I was like, dude, it was like walking on clouds. Right. They were, I mean, like a third of the weight of the boots that we had, super soft, comfortable. I was like, oh, dude, I got to take these things. So I was like, the fuck am I going to do? So me, just being, you know, the smart motherfucker I am, I go and take those Danners that I was issued. Now, this is a $200 boot, by the way. Oh, yeah. But I go and take those Danners. Bro, I take a razor blade, and I cut that wrap off the fucking the toe and the heel. 
because oh, that wrap part on the heel is where the EGA was. Right. So I take that shit off with some super glue and I glue the the fucking wraps. Oh, on my fucking SWAT boots, and I roll those things in Afghanistan, dude. And I rocked these boots for probably four months before anybody got caught. And the only reason I got caught, I actually got dimed out. The only reason I got caught by my platoon commander is my platoon commander. There's a staff sergeant with our sniper group that was wearing just a pair of like whatever boots he wanted to wear. You know, I mean, yeah. this dude's a damn sniper. He's got to do whatever the fuck he wants anyway. Yep. He's wearing a pair of boots. Came into our came into our fob. Our 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 platoon commander, who is also our Battalion gunner, so the highest level chief warrant officer in your in your in your battalion is also our platoon commander. Sees it, goes over, starts talking to him, gives him shit. He's like, "Hey, you can't wear those boots anymore. That those aren't Marine Corps issue." Blah 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 blah. Yeah. And the staff sergeant's like, "All right." So he's like, "Well, shit, dude." And I, I guess I don't know if he had seen me before, or if I was walking by at the time. But anyway, he's like, "Shit, you got." He's like, "You got a Marine in your in your own platoon wearing wearing like out of date." He's like, "What are you talking about?" He's like. He's like he's got he's like Wilson's over there got boots on that ain't fucking like Marine Corps issue. He's like, oh, what shit? Dines me out, dude. I was like, the fuck, man. Yeah. So two commander, two commander pulls me into his in, into his office one night. He's like, hey, Wilson. He's like, let me see your boots. I'm like, yes, sir. So I pop him up. He stares at these things for five minutes, and it's like, doesn't know. Like he doesn't yeah. know. He's like, because I got the wrap on. It's got yep. the EGA. It and he's the like, same. and he's looking. And he's like. Are those Marine Corps issued? I was like, I was like, they got the EGA on them, sir. Yeah, not like, lying, <laughs> not lying. Hey, and that's what he's all like, you need to know yeah. is, and, and that's, and that's that what he, and he looked at me. He's like, he's like, but that they issued. I was like, sir. I was like, I thought on the order it stated that they need to be EGA on the side of the boot. And he's like, and he's looking at him, dude, kind of lying me up, and he's trying not to like. He's kind of mad, but he's kind of smart. He's yep. like, motherfucker, beat the system. He's like, motherfucker. He's like, look, dude. Yeah. He's like, that's a good move. He's like. You can't wear them anymore. And I was like, oh, "Fuck, dude!" Seriously, he's like, "He's like, damn." He's like, "You, you had those." He's like, "You had those the whole time." I was like, "Every day since we got here, man." He's like, "Good for you, dude." He's like, "Don't have them on tomorrow." No, nope. I was like, "Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir, dude." Rocked them out, man. But, oh man. Yep, dude. It, it was a uh, happy. Ah, dude, is what I do. I got, dude. Honestly, I got four months out of these things. Yeah, I didn't think I'd last fucking a week. I got yeah. four months out of these things, like. That's a pretty solid win. Yeah, you can't beat that. And the, and the worst part about it is that I kept looking for them for the years after I got after I got back, and I think I threw the damn things away oh, overseas because I you start coming back, you want less and less yeah. shit. I think I tossed them, man. I was like, I wish I had had them because like it, dude. It was it like it was such a hack job, but it wasn't at the same yeah. time. Like I I put time into it. like I mean I probably put two hours into doing that because. Oh, Scraping that wrap off that Danner yeah. was no task or no easy task, man. So I put work to fucking get those four months, man. But it, it you know, it paid off for a little bit. Well, shit, gents. What's uh, we almost rolling on two hours here. That was a good, good little combo. Um, you guys want to want to end with anything? Hey, I appreciate you coming out, taking some time with us. Tell us a little bit about that army. Yeah, man. Hey, well, somebody's got to pick up your slack. Well, you know. That's what say I've what heard, you, man. Say what you want. Say what you want. That's, well, look, I, that's I, what I they, hear a little jealousy in these voices over here. No, oh, no fuck, jealousy. I had to go overseas. Guess who stayed home, motherfuckers? No, I, did. I mean, there's no jealousy. I did. <laughs> well, I thought, look, dude, the Army, Army's good at picking up the slack. Right. That's what, you know, we, we as oh. the Marines, not myself, because I was not a grunt, but, you know, Marines, we go in, we go in and, and, and we, we go in and take it, and then we catch let the, the Army bullets. hold it. You know? That's right. Y'all go catch the bullets, <laughs> and we'll come clean it up. And just, just, just hold on to her there, yeah. you know? 
And Coast Guard is one step behind SpaceX. <laughs> space Force, Space, whatever the hell y'all are. That's the same oh, shit at this point, yeah. man. <laughs> Elon Musk in charge of y'all over there. Shit. God <laughs> dang. That's all right. Oh, guess. man. Well, shit, gents, man. Appreciate you guys being here tonight. Thank you. Yeah. And, uh, you know, if you're listening to it, obviously you can check us out. We got a website, you got the Facebook page. Come check it out. There's some merch up there through uh, uh, Founding Freedom. Uh, so. Give us a check, but uh, we'll be back again here in a week or so. So, hey, you guys have a happy New Year's, and you know, happy talk to y'all soon. Yeah, I'll do the same. Yes, sir.